Friday night and we're in fucking Queens. It's Friday. It's Friday. It's Friday. It's Friday. It's Friday night and we're in fucking Queens. It's Friday night and I'm in fucking Queens. It's Friday night and we're in fucking Queens. It's Friday night and I'm in fucking Queens. It's Friday night and we're in fucking Queens. It's Friday night and I'm in fucking Queens. It's Friday night and we're in fucking Queens. It's Friday night and I'm in fucking Queens. It's Friday night and we're in fucking Queens. It's Friday night and I'm in fucking Queens. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Live in the garage. I can't do it. I can't do it. Radio show. Will you please play the old sports song? My goal in life is to like break out of prison and open for Van Halen. There's a fridge full of this Moses grape soda if anybody wants some. When I'm not picking on my gut, I'm listening to that's the club. Midwest fucking Europe. I don't give a fuck. Get the fuck out. This is my show. I said O R I A M. That's my name from the other end. Hey everybody, this is Cone and Neutron. No, you just suck on it. Fuck the audience. Like, What's your favorite show? radio station? Live from the garage. Like a cycle. Who? <laughs> Don't drink Seagram's Escapes. One pound feet. It's gonna ever keep me down. Live from the barrage. I saw the Grateful Dead twice. You are listening to Live from the Barrage. For some reason, this reminds me of when Slim Goodbody came to my grade school. You are full of shit. Let me do my show, for Christ's sake. I have a great story. Makes sense to me. <laughs> What's wrong with you, baby? John Hulan, I want to give you a hug. Uh, I love hugs. Yeah, yeah. Laurel. Yeah. Laurel. Laurel. Yanni. Laurel. Yanni. Laurel. Wait, let me get some effect on there. Do that again. Laurel. Laurel. Yanni. Laurel. Yanni sucks. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> really? I mean, you know, yeah. I'll tell you what, I'm not mad at Yanni. We're talking about the Greek musician, right? Right, who could play piano with his mustache. I like how we don't th- we talk for an hour and don't talk about anything we're going to talk about on the air. And right, right. I'm avoiding all that stuff. Before the, the, I've been here for an hour and a half. Save it for the show, Chomps right. on Cigar. You're listening to Live from the Broadcast. <laughs> I used up no. all my good conversation yeah. with you already, I think, you know. Are, you, are, you, are we going to do the Yanni? <laughs> Listen, crab not crab. I think every guest, I have questions for every guest now. I just have a page like your questions for every guest. Like, you know. <laughs> Yanni or Laurel? <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, I hear Laurel. You know, Steely Dan. I don't. I, I don't. I hate getting swept up in shit, but I hear Laurel. I well, listen, hear. I think it's worth talking about it scientifically. It's not. You know, I mean, you know, right. I, I don't want to. St- we're not Buzzfeed or something. I don't want to starve the internet sensation. But I will tell you what. You want to hear my experience with this? I ha- I I have something too. But go. You go first. Okay. You, want, you can yeah. go first if you want. No. Well, all right. Real quick. I I swear to God. I I heard. I got Laurel. nothing to do. Laurel, I got all day, time, buddy. I, I heard Julian Hatfield, 9 p.m. St- 57 degrees at 8 p.m. Uh, <laughs> at Central Park. <laughs> no <laughs> Pat, no Pete, no Mario. Pat's in Ireland. Uh, Pete and Mario are getting their free pizza shirts at the Mets game because apparently that's more important than the freaking radio show. Right, because it's pizza and it's- uh, uh, Tommy's late, and uh, thank God Ryan came to save my life tonight because he wasn't going to come in. And I, I had to beg him, and hey, I appreciate it, man. Thank you for doing it. Because otherwise, think- you know what would happen. You wouldn't be here right now, and I'd be standing here staring at the wall. Right. And you know, I'm, you know I'm totally screwed like that with no one to talk to. You could do it. You can't nah, do it. I can't. I need someone to Has talk to. Has it come up yet? Uh, have you no, ever? No, I'm a conversational guy. You can't do the whole show by yourself. You can't do uh, like the Steve Summers thing. I wouldn't. It would be a nightmare. I don't know. It, yeah, it's not for me. I mean, I could. I, no, I, it's not. It's not my thing. Now you need somebody to bounce off of, right? Yeah, I need to talk to somebody. I need yeah. someone laughing, or else I think that's what I do. Everyone hates me. That's all I do on the show. So go laugh. ahead. So what? You, you, you hear, let's hear <laughs> your. Ha <laughs> ha! Did you ever hear this Yanni or Laurel? <laughs> there, Paul. 
So I hear Laurel every single time, except when I got into an argument with Erica about it yesterday, because yeah. she says she hears Yanni. Well, you, you got an argument with your wife, and she yeah, we screaming, yeah, throw pots and pans from, at each other. Right. Fuck you! She's hitting you with a rolling pin. Yeah. From, from now on, you're 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 hearing Yanni. She's, you're like, okay. She spit on the floor in her never own house. You know, never understood why they did that. She spit on her own floor. Who does that? Watch the wall. Sitting at Bell. The other ones you couldn't even sit in. So, as soon as then Emma puts it on her phone, and as soon as she played it, I fucking heard Yanni. She heard Laurel, and that was it. That's my story. Oh, that's an interesting uh, yeah. thing. So the twins, so I did you have hear identical it. twins or fraternal twins, but you think you suspect that they might be identical. I mean, they look exactly the same to me. Yeah, I'm sorry. You know, they they are what they are. But sometimes sometimes fraternal twins can look identical. Yeah, and I, not I, be uh, technically identical because you know if, uh, identical twins, what the thing the thing splits in half. Fraternal right. twins, you get two separate. Uh, sperm cells, you know, fertilizing. I'm two pretty good at eggs. school when I was like in fifth grade. Two different eggs separately, which right. is like crazy. Right. Cause, good job, cause, right? Because because Erica f- fucking ovulates like a motherfucker. <laughs> oh no, she's inside. She's gonna make it come out screaming. It's good, good. <laughs> oh yeah, how do you know that? I get in trouble for everything, John. It's okay. I, it's, at this point, I can <laughs> say what it because it's gonna it's happen. It's Ryan after dark. <laughs> He's been out after two shows. He's coming in and yeah, cutting see, loose. Yeah, see what happens to me on she Friday ovulates. nights? <laughs> Does she? Does see what my Friday nights are like when I'm not here? God damn it. <laughs> she's inside right now. She's ready to fucking kill me. She's going to come out here. She's probably ovulating all over my floor in there. I just put the rugs in. Get them up. <laughs> Jesus God, man. What's going on here? I don't know. We're in big trouble. Julianne Hatfield coming in. I hope if she's not listening at 9 p.m. Eastern, we'll interview her. We're excited to do that. One of my musical heroes of all time. I mean, it's the craziest thing ever. So let's hear, Ryan. What did you hear? You hear Yanni? I heard uh, Laurel every single time. It doesn't say, seem the least bit yeah. like Yanni. But then the one time yeah, I yeah. heard Yanni, and I just don't understand. All right. So From my the- experience was that I heard Yanni first. Right. Uh, clearly, as clear as a bell. I don't hear Laurel at all. I took the phone. I put it up to my ear. And as the frequency kind of changed, I hear, hear the tail end of Laurel, which in my mind is a way lower frequency than the, it's, it's like, yummy, yummy, which is high. Right. And then it's like, Laurel, oh no. So I hear, I don't know if it's two different freaking recordings and some dude's just having to, taking a piss. They say it's not. It's not? It's they the same it's, one? It's the same thing, whatever yeah, that uh, know, Stephen Hawkins thing is. That's what they're doing with Stephen Hawkins' box now that he's By the way, on. I'm wearing a gold dress tonight, and imagine my embarrassment when I saw Ryan wearing a blue dress. Right. <laughs> but it's the same dress. We're both in it. It's, it's You know, some people, it looks like we're dressed the same, and then some people like, <laughs> just start fighting in the street. Yeah. About the color. Oh, God. <laughs> Army. Army. I like the uh I like the thing they did on Jimmy Kimmel the other <laughs> night though. Where... By the way, thank you, Brad, who's filled in for tree tonight on his tremendous show. Pre empty strike. Pre empty strike. Yanni. Look out, it's coming, yeah. Those kooky bastards. That's right, I'm, I'm all hyped up from singing my way at Mario's uh, communion. Oh, did you talk about that yet? How you, come no one taped this? I you, secretly, I'm like, nobody want to tape it, and then no one did, now right. I like, feel bad. But everybody's got videos of the kids singing Let It Snow, or whatever that song is. Oh so my God. From, uh, Frozen. Yeah, right, Let It Snow. <laughs> let It Snow. Yeah. Let It Be. <laughs> let, let It Bleed. It <laughs> Believe in yourself. 
Let it snow. It's cold out. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Sorry, Brad. Baby, it's cold outside. That's, that, yeah, that song's really creepy. That's like like the, she's trying to leave, and he's like blocking the door. It's so fucking he can mad have corny. Sex with her. That movie is like the Foo Fighters of movies. It's fucking corny shit. Oh, I was yeah. watching a bunch of Foo. I don't know. I got into a Foo Fighters hole, and I'm like, you know, I like everyone. The band seems like nice guys, but yeah, what a bunch of corn cornball shit. The, the music's correct. God, it's, eh, it's, it's, but, it's it's like form. It's corny, but it's, it's just corny. Corny is the best way. I, I feel like it was made to be like the intention was for the music to be great. You know, like they yeah, just it's kind of it's a little like yeah, right. Hey, Tommy. I, I don't know. They, you know, the guy could write a hook, but it's fucking the whole thing's corny. It's just corny. Like he's a cheese ball. And, you know, when he's singing things that are, like, supposed to be angry, you're like, okay. Right. 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 Nine past the hour. You're live from the garage radio. Tune in at nine o'clock where we'll be interviewing Dave Grohl. Juliana Hathaway will be here. We'll ask Grohl about Dave Grohl and his corny ass band. Uh Uh-oh, Tommy. Oh, I think your day's going back there. Tommy just. Over my friend. (laughs) (laughs) Tommy came in. And, by the way, of course, the tallest, like, you know, guy. Oh, my God. Are you Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> he doesn't fit behind the bar anymore. <laughs> the tallest guy has to go underneath the bar, and I, I, I was too lazy to install one of those, like, doors. you know, doors. And now that—that that was the most I've seen you struggle yet, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, what was it like getting into it. Did you try on your tuxedo yet? His legs are all sore from like sawing a fence or something. I'm upgr- ready for the wedding. Congratulations, upgr- by the way, Thank Tommy you. Rockstar. Everybody, he's here. Hey now. I've upgraded to barrel ass. <laughs> I don't think you can. I thought you were losing weight. I don't know. You I, look I, fine. I just, I'm just too big for this. There's like, it's like six inches to squeeze through. It's crazy. <laughs> right. The trick to getting fat is to see every people every day. Yes. Because then, you know, if you see somebody like 20 years later, you're like, holy shit. Yeah, I get that all the time. Someone's like, you look skinnier. And the other guy's like, you look like you're gaining weight. Oh, you, you know, like it's right. makes If fat. I see you once a week, then you always look the same to me. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you're definitely getting <laughs> uglier. Though. This is That's true. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's missing teeth. No, I I have my uh, what's it called a suit. I have one of those suits already. Suit. Yeah, I can figure that. Oh, out. Oh, you have a wedding suit? Yeah, why not? Are Sorry. you wearing Converse All Stars? No, fuck that. Really? But actually, that is a challenge because we're going to run. Are you around. wearing Slash brand uh, Air Jordans or something? <laughs> no, but we will be running around like dirt and stone and mud and shit. So it's like I'm trying to figure out what the right shoes to wear. For <laughs> oh that. man, I wish I was going. I no. can't go, man. Uh, if I was going to go, I'd. Dress You're not like, going to Tommy's I wedding. Can I'm going to be going to Croatia? Oh, no, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. I would dress like the Pepperidge Farm guy if I went. Uh, uh, I would have great. like a bow tie and bow tie. suspenders and one of those those hats. This is way bigger than the royal wedding to me, by the way. Tommy, <laughs> yeah. those, screw those oh, people. Oh, and I keep hearing about people that are more who and more people that are shit? going. Yeah. I have no idea who these people are. Yeah, and well, I know I'm not. You know, you know, like when you're a dick about it. Like I'm not proud that like oh I'm way too high brow to care about the royal family. I'm not saying that. I mean, I watched Jackass the movie and I liked it. No, I'm like I, you know I'm not you know. When's that happening? But this, I could give a fuck tomorrow, right? I could right? give a shit about the whole thing. I yeah. have no idea what's going on. I don't understand why, like Prince Charles isn't the king. Where uh, there's never yeah, been I was a, thinking about that. The, today. the queen's been the queen my entire lifetime, I suppose. Oh, uh, she's been dead for and like I, eight years already. Uh, no, too. No, they, she, yeah, they, they strap it to a horse. What, they're the, out there the riding queen? around. She's yeah. like Aunt Edna. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, she's she looks she looks fine. She's old. And she, she, so uh, I I just want to see a king of England. And then uh, a guy at work today was it's telling me. It's like weekend at Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, pushing you around and stuff. Yeah. King of England. It's like, what is this, fucking Braveheart and shit? Yeah. <laughs> archers and crap. Cr- fuck out of it. So I think, Love the Prince, I think Prince Charles, some of the thinking is that, and here I go, I, I have no idea what the royal wedding is, and I'm going to talk about it for yeah, half an let's hour. Let's disseminate it. Prince Charles, um, some people say, and by some people I mean 
my friend Phil at work <laughs> on Twitter. He says that um, Prince Charles might pass up the job. Is that possible? Yeah, sure. He could pass it down, and then is his firstborn is next in line, I believe, and that's uh, what's his name, Steve. <laughs> yeah, Prince, <laughs> Prince, Steve Senior and Steve Junior. <laughs> Prince Steve. <laughs> no, who's the older guy? Uh, uh, William. Uh, William, right? Yeah, yeah King yeah, Bill. That sounds right. King yeah. Bill. King King Bill. <laughs> so he could do that, but. You can't go through your life without being the king of England. So you got to take the job for like a day. Yeah. Uh, so at least like, you could say, like, you know, when you're trying bar. to pick up uh, Camila in a in some pub in London at, at two in the morning, wouldn't, wouldn't, like, I was the fucking king of England. <laughs> What's your sign? Wouldn't he want to be king though? I you're, I don't know. I think it's a huge pain in the ass. The guy's already like you know kind of older. He's like fuck that. He's got all the royal accoutrement. Right. Anyway. And also, yeah, let's see what's going to be different. Like, what's going to be different? I got to sit in a room with a candle now and some guy stands outside while I jerk off? I'm out. It's good to be the yeah, king. I'll be the king for like five, a week. Also, king, king for a day. I was going to say, isn't that a band, like album, King for a Day? Isn't that like some band? Well, yeah, it's like the best mode, right? Walking around with a lawn chair. You know, maybe he's just out. Like, you're essentially spent his whole life retired, right? I mean, what the fuck does he He's not working in a fucking coal mine or something. No. He sits on his ass all day. Yeah. But they got <laughs> chasing corgis around. Yeah, know? right. He's busy on a fox hunt. <laughs> Some bullshit. Love he's like him. Slapping around a polo ball with a hammer. I was thinking Fuck about that today. Him. So they're, they're, there's a stupid helmet. So that's all just for show, right? Then they've got an actual functioning government. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. I mean, no, no, the queen has the nuclear codes, I believe. That's what I was going to ask. <laughs> she has the cricket ball. Hello, love. <laughs> and then next thing, the, the doors open and there's a missiles on the way to North Korea. They're like, no, Grandma, no. <laughs> That's kind of like that was a wicked oogly. This is the worst Thanksgiving ever. Who <laughs> gave Grandma the nuclear codes and a half a bottle of, of rosé? Why are we celebrating Thanksgiving? We're totally screwed. <laughs> In May. Yeah, it's interesting. Hmm. Mm, mm. I like how you tried to fill the air right there. No, because I was at a doctor's <laughs> appointment today, and they were they were playing some sort of chi- like choo-chi, like cooking show, like for Housewives at like two in the afternoon. Yeah, and uh, they were doing like a the royal wedding like uh, cook up, and oh, you know what I mean. Like they were like make the royal uh, potatoes and avocado. Like right, you know. what like going so, over the menu of what's going to be on? Yeah, and they were, right oh, because wow. the people who watch that show like will have like a wedding viewing party or something. Do you think exactly. they're going to do the chicken dance at the wedding? Or? <laughs> <laughs> the chicken. <laughs> they can have somebody spinning plates on sticks, I guess. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, love. Welcome to the royal wedding. Pull up a chair. Yeah, what was the other song? They were making like a like a mint julep redo, redux or whatever. And <laughs> reduction. <laughs> I still don't understand reduction. Like if you if you get to do more of something to something, well, you take it away. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why, why did I buy the whole bottle? If we're going to reduce it in the frying pan, can I buy half the bottle? Yeah. Why don't we just get sauce? I like, think like Mario sauce. <laughs> Mario, by the way, who called me right before I got here? Paying full price of a burning <laughs> heaven into the atmosphere. Mario's insistent that I would be on time today. And he called me from City Field. Good. He's, he's Good. producing, hope, huh? Yeah. Enjoy your pizza shirt. What's the score? It's uh, z- two Met, zero. Actually. Mets two, Arizona Diamondbacks nothing. A day off for the Mets. They played. They played the uh, who they play? Interleague, the Toronto the Blue Jays. They played the Jays. Now they had another day off. Yeah. Now they played two Arizona games. Now they got some. Another rest. day off. I don't get it. They're gonna a, win the World Series. Now they got some rest. You know. Yeah. Is that a grand slam? <laughs> it sounds exactly I like know, it. I, I don't even need to look. pull that up. Uh, 
So we'll see. I, I, you know, this is the one game that I want the Mets to lose. So Pete and Mario uh, feel like they wasted their night not coming in. Vindication. Yeah. Who doesn't come? And right? I hope I they don't ran. Know who Juliana Highfield is? Who is that? And I hope they ran out of T-shirts before they got yeah. there. I'm sorry, it's not your guest, Mario. Like Phil from down the street who once went to a ska show or something. <laughs> Fuck, I... you, Ryan, you think they're giving those things out with like the T-shirt cannons, or they give them out of the door? No, it's at the door. Yeah, mm. free shirt Fridays they have. Yeah, like, every Friday's a free. I've never t-shirt. gone because ever since they started doing that, I've been here every Friday. So. Uh, I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. To Get in on that, Tommy, man. Yeah, I know. Actually, that's a promotion I probably could because everything else is like licensing. So mm. that's uh, that's a different story with the MLB. But that I could probably do like local vibes. The shirts are getting better. The, 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 listen, I, I as much as I hate those guys right now, that, that pizza T-shirt's pretty good. Yeah, you it's mean like print-wise or like quality. Like Michael Conforto, but he's giving the pizza okay drawing oh, right, with like right. it's like it looks like you know a white red pizza shirt. I probably paid a graphic designer to do that. I'm telling you right now, that kid is like an intern. They get paid nothing. The Mets don't pay people. Mm. Some so, guy who's so like fresh out of college. Right? Yes, yeah, so, <laughs> some guy is fresh out of college, like who's designing those T-shirts for. He's right. he, if he's making fifty grand, I'd be right. really surprised. And and now you have to live in Manhattan. Good luck. Hey man, so speaking of T-shirts, remember last week I was telling you I was going for the world record of most T-shirts printed in one day. <laughs> How'd that go? <laughs> you <laughs> lost. Oh <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> wait a Uh-oh. second. Yeah. Uh, all right. <clears throat> you have an announcement to make. How'd you do in the t- contest, Tommy? Are you- <sighs> Still gets me. <clears throat> um, I didn't do so well. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you ran out of t-shirts. <laughs> no, I wish. No, we, um, this is Tommy shooting a t-shirt cannon <laughs> at people. That's supposed to put gunpowder in there, Tommy. <laughs> gunpowder. That was about to merch. <laughs> <laughs> We were supposed to do 4,000 shirts in eight hours. <laughs> right, and we made four and uh, in we, 10 we, hours. We made. We lost. We actually made all kidding. at 400 <laughs> instead of 4,000. Right, because you showed up 45 minutes <laughs> late. Ah, <laughs> fucking decimal point. Uh, the decimal point. <laughs> he throws calculator out window. Uh, no, man, I, I hate to, I hate to talk uh, shit out of uh, school or yeah, whatever you're saying. Just, you're trying to re- remain profesh, I guess. Yeah, I got to. Uh, how do I put this? Um, Client, fuck up. How do you put this? Um. No, the, uh, it just wasn't promoted properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they they, they put us in on like a Wednesday at 2 in the afternoon. With so, a, oh, so you're supposed to make 4000 but you see what's going on and you hold back. Or are the people making the print in their own? No, no, no. We're, do, we're doing it for them, but the thing That's is- That's smart, Tom. You didn't show up with 4000 t-shirts. You said, let's see how this goes. Well- And now I could save 3500 yeah. t-shirts well, the for another problem. The thing about that is, is <clears throat> so the, the, <clears throat> the client expected there to be 4,000 people, but because of, um, let's just say, some mishandling and mispromotion, <clears throat> um, only 400 people showed up. <laughs> so- but the problem was is that she was insistent on factory. Just make everyone wear 10 T-shirts. I know. That would have been cold. And you, you might get a little chilly out there. Why don't you take another nine T-shirts? <laughs> get rid of these fucking things. Dude, and the worst part is, is they would only let one per person. They wouldn't even let like the people they were with there uh. get it. I'm like, come on, move them, move them. No, but um, the problem was is that they, the client was insistent on factory pre-printing the sleeves with their logo on it. And I tried to warn them that if they did that, I couldn't take them back and you know return them to the distributor. Yeah. And they were like, once you print the sleeves, it's over. That's all right. Listen, I've, I've been there before, my friend. And so I told them, and they were like, no, it's fine. We'll have total demand. And it was like literally a tenth. So total demand open up for a <laughs> charnel house. Nobody's. But I felt so bad because I hired like so many people, including yeah. <laughs> fan of the show Jill Lavette from Boston. Oh yeah, so you, nobody got paid. Oh, everyone got paid, and I got paid, and everyone got paid the uh, same. But at the end, she was like, "Can you take these back?" And I was like, "Nope." 
Oh, so you, so you got the regular bill. You just felt bad that. Yeah. And well, she, listen, you and made an agreement. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's her demand. I had we did everything we needed to do. There'll be no Christmas it. this year, Jimmy. Tommy Rockstar's come to town. The Grinch. <laughs> Can you give the thirty five hundred t shirts to Mario? He'll oh, he'll, he'll wear love that. A bunch of Foxwood t shirts. <laughs> Thursday I have a night lifetime supply. Thursday night t shirts with Mario outside City Field from now on for right. the rest of the season. No, I made a deal with her. I said that we would, no, the T-shirts have nothing to do with the Mets, but he's giving them away. We would pre- print those at a later date for her, you know, as like other campaigns, and she could like totally repurpose them, you know. So yeah, there you go. That's not going to happen. Though. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's not going <laughs> to just sit on them and throw them out. So she'll, you know, she'll, what was this for again? This is um, for National Pet Day to uh, love your pet. Oh. So you come right. over and get a shirt that said like I are heart my da- dog are, or cat or. <laughs> are there days when people don't love their pets and they don't heart their dog? I guess so. Or maybe I, moments. I don't know about a whole day. <laughs> like if it's a whole day, you should maybe re- rethink having a dog. But dude, it was like all. Like, fuck, oh, you spend twenty four hours hating a dog. It was like dog. <laughs> all these. Right. All, this is the one day. Where this is the one day I you get. Actually, gonna be nice to that fucking mutt. <laughs> I thought people would be bringing their dogs in, but not too many did. <laughs> But like it, I just talked about that with Scott Goldstein, who I, whom I hung out with a little earlier uh, today. He's a comedian. He's director for SCTV and all this stuff. And I oh, met wow. him for a drink. He's in town. Nice. Chicago. Nice guy. Networking, baby. We were just talking about that. Whatever right. you were just talking about that I forgot. Um, dogs and old people? And- oh, yeah. He just said his dog died like two days before he went. <laughs> like the Cubs lost the Game seven of the, the Blackhawks lost game seven of the Stanley Cup finals. And I was like, oh, I remember that. It was like, bring your dead dog to <laughs> the game day. And they, cause you, then you just hurl the, right. your dog it's onto like the, the ice when like you don't like a call. Yeah. You just fucking fling your, like a, a, a d- dead pit bull with its tongue hanging out. You throw it right over the glass onto the ice when, fuck, this officiating is <laughs> abysmal. Bradley Meeks. Right. <laughs> it's six to one Boston. I did a story about that last year where, <laughs> where like, a minor league... The ba- dog's wearing a little Boston sweater. He's dead. A minor league baseball t- uh, team had, Beats like... Beats them. They sweep them up with the, the <laughs> shovel. Like a, like a Saturday Catterday event where they encourage people to bring their cats to the to it's, the stadium. I, that's funny that somebody that somebody got paid to rhyme Catterday with Saturday. Yeah. That's Good job. Worst idea ever. I know. I can't even fathom no. how they did that. <laughs> cats don't travel well, <laughs> man. <laughs> it's a bad the idea. It's like, bring your, uh, you know, cobra... <laughs> to the ballpark, there like something. Bring an animal that they, you have, a human has no control over, like a cat no. or a cobra. To the, <laughs> right. Everyone's got the, a jar, and it's Tran- trying to get out. Tarantulas. Six thousand people have bitten her. Bring your exotic pet to work. I day. still can't believe they give out baseball bats at the baseball. That's game. nuts. It's, it's, yeah. You know. But so she was telling me that <laughs> nickel beer <laughs> night it's, it's too. You know? Switchblade night. So the client was telling me like they have they, seventeen beers. <laughs> but normally, what they do is they, they free can of gasoline night. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm sorry, sir. I have to take the cap over this. That's the rules. Brought to you by Exxon. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you. The guy's stuffing a rag into the hole. He's lighting it. No, that's what she was saying. Like, they have much, much grander, like, giveaways. For example, like, they give away things like crock pots and, like, gold brick, n- North Face jackets and, like, kids 14 and lo- under get a pack of cigarettes. You, you, listen, I'll, t- I'll tell you a little hint. If you're going to take the crock pot, try to get it on the way out because. Walking around with a crockpot the entire game. Dude, <laughs> let this, me tell you, I've been there. This is amazing. So she goes, like, the, the way they do it is, I never understood There's how this works. 16 innings, I cooked an entire ham. <laughs> <laughs> they have to give away all the stuff to get people to come in, you know, to gamble. Yes, I understand. So, <laughs> but, like, that's pretty crazy to give away, like, a, lug- lost leader. a luggage set, like 4,000 luggage sets just to come in. It's crazy. <laughs> trip to Hawaii. 
But the way if you, she, go to, if you go to the Royals game, the way she'll do it's like let's say they're giving away like a, like a big puffy Nike jacket, right? They'll have right. it for four thousand. A people. wheelbarrow full of cinder blocks. Yeah. Right. Where do I go? Go to get all this Foxwoods? Yeah, really? I mean, you know, what am I doing it pretty here? Good. But because they want people to come and like make the trip. So right. But the way she win told, a date with John Stamos <laughs> night. <laughs> Every single nights. yeah, it's sixty thousand people. She said the, the way they do it is they make people call in and then they like RSVP for the for like the crock pot and then they're like put me down for for a crock pot I'll be there on the 18th and then they show up but then like on other items like a jacket they have to get fitted for it and then come back another time to pick it up right. so it brings them in twice to gamble win an eight ball with Daryl Strawberry that's night. what they want they just want to <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't feel too bad because giving away meet Daryl Strawberry at. Midnight at a random midtown bar. You know, you you won't know which one it is. Text three eight two. Find out, and then you night. just have to meet him at midnight. And now the parties just start. Now you fought. Every time you guys a story. And two hours later, you're trying to get rid of Daryl Strawberry. He's like fighting a cop. Like, right, he's following you around right. everywhere. Yeah, he's, he's like, ah, let, me, let me sleep on your couch. In 1987, I showed up at Daryl Strawberry's front door. We're getting an autograph, and I just rang the bell, and he came out. And he was like, "What's up?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Can I get your <laughs> autograph?" You on? I'm Daryl yeah, Strawberry. Exactly. What do you think? You? Of I've heard that story. Yeah. This before. is Doug- this is Douglaston. What do you think? I'm, I was gonna I was gonna uh, have a butler answer the door or something. I live in a house, <laughs> like know. a normal you know person. You know what I used to hear a lot when I was a kid back in the, like the mid '80s is that if that if you go hang out down in Hollis outside of Run DMC's house because right. they all live in one house, of course. <laughs> of course <laughs> you know? The Run like Fugazi. It's the right. It's the one from the video <laughs> Santa Claus and everything. Yeah. yeah. So, but if you hang out outside, they throw their Adidas sneakers out every day and buy a new pair of Adidas oh, that's, sneakers that's every a great day. Urban so legend. if you hang out and wait, uh-huh. they'll come out of the house, you know, and throw <laughs> yeah. it in the trash, and you just grab them and you have a. It's raining. That's what, they're, that's what people used to tell that's me. That's a band that it seems like they're just a bunch of cool guys. Those guys are yeah. like chill. So, Tommy, what happened? Oh, there no. Was a, I wanted to hear the end of it. Oh, no. I, oh, I showed up and I rang his bell and he came to the door. Daryl Strawberry came out and we ended. And I was like, uh, are you Daryl Strawberry? And he was like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Is that a grand slam? <laughs> Is that a grand slam? Are you Daryl Strawberry? Because I don't watch baseball. Wait a I have second. no idea you don't, <laughs> what you look like. He's one of the most famous baseball players ever you go to his house you made a special trip to go meet him yes rang his doorbell and then the first question you have for him is are you daryl strawberry <laughs> well i'm paraphrasing but oh, i'm fucking albert einstein <laughs> something like that and then he was like yeah and i was yeah, like yes i am <laughs> may i have your autograph you come to hello, the right. young, hello young man i'm daryl strawberry <laughs> <laughs> come on in and he was like i was like may i have your autograph and he was like all right and then he <laughs> I guess yeah. it's, it's really like <laughs> frowned upon to ring somebody's doorbell and get, get no. signed. My get sister signed. did that with Paul Westerberg, <laughs> actually. You want to come in? I was just making grilled yeah. cheese. <laughs> I was signing a pancake. Get the fuck out So of then it. I was like, um, you know. How'd you like to mow my lawn? He he was like, what do you got? Like, is in like, you know, what do you want me to sign? And I'm like, I don't have anything. I'm like, do you have, you do you have anything for me to shoot. sign? So they like went in and got like a utility you're bill like, or some I, shit. I, I just want to confirm that you're Daryl Strawberry because I don't know. And also, <laughs> can you sign something for me? Yes. Uh, okay, you're at my house. I will sign something for you. What do you have for me to sign? Nothing. <laughs> he, he went in and got like a like, a, like an envelope, like a utility bill or some shit. <laughs> Signed it, and then like you didn't plan this no. at all. I was thirteen years old. <laughs> oh, you were thirteen. Yeah. You have like a nine X bill at home with <laughs> nine X. <laughs> <laughs> Mom Bell's banging at the door. <laughs> Dude, he lived like like a mile away from me, man. Growing up, he's really close. What did he live in? Like, uh, so what did he sign? Manhasset. He it was like a nine X bill. He lived in Port Washington. No right? wonder you have that tattoo of Guns N' Roses and Daryl <laughs> Strawberry for some reason. I always wondered about that uh, extra one. Now he lived at Acorn Ponds, which is like a tiny little like, New Hyde Park or something. Like that. Yeah, it's not the LIE in the, where the where the LIE and the Grand Central meet. Right for the, the audience, uh, East Hills. A lot of the Mets players 
we live in Eastern Queens or right at close the city. in Long Island, uh, like New White Park or Little Neck or Great Neck or right. something like that. Because right it's a residential, it's kind of uh, quite close. And uh, and the places that uh, you're talking about where he lived would be like off the highway, but one, there's no reason to go in there unless gated you community. live there. So yeah, it's a, exactly. Yeah, not even maybe gated, but just like right. kind of cul-de-sac around. Yes. Like no, so they make sure no one uses that as a through yeah. route. Right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's what it was. There was another time where it's Doc- cheap enough to live. Doc Gooden was signing at a Toys R Us once, and I went to go get his autograph, but the, the line was like through, through the fucking roof. It was, was crazy. Who was this? Doc Gooden. Uh, yeah. I was imagining other things. I'm sorry. I totally uh. missed what you said. <laughs> <laughs> but I did accost Don Mattingly at spring training. I got, I, I got him to sign my rookie card. I got my picture with Don Mattingly and me and Pegleg up there. Oh, over nice. There. Well, I believe it. It was great. He was still wearing the Bill Cosby sweater. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. I remember that photo. <laughs> me and Pegleg were fucked up meeting Don Mattingly. <laughs> what were you... Just drinking? It was an open bar. It was like where? Oh no! Peglegs dad. Oh, that's right. Would it was like, like collect the, baseballs and shit. He's like Bobby a mem- memorabilia guy. Yeah, good guy. Yeah. Bob Arstar. And then he would get these free tickets to like an event, and like it was like meet Don Mattingly, and then like have some choochy art auction with like Peter Max or something. Like his art would be there. Like I, we didn't buy nothing. It's like me and Pegleg. We're there for the. Wow. We're not buying shit. Peter but Max they, shit sells so much. Does it? He's still alive. I'm too. not a fan. Was it a sports artist? No, he's it's like the Rocky painting where they're like hitting each other. Uh, Howard Stern, no, the colors, you know, the bro, base. No, 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 that's Leroy Neiman. Oh, Leroy Neiman. Oh, yes. uh, Peter Max does like, uh, he's, he's a pop of artist. Liberty. Right, Statue of Liberty. It's like really bright, vivid color. But it's he was, stupid. He was it looks like, like Paul uh, around with like in the 60s and since then, you know, it's, he's, uh, but he's shamelessly always going to self-promoting and self-promoting and yeah. uh signing stuff and uh, i mean his original stuff is really valuable but there's so much of like the lithograph prints right. out there and stuff like that you go to the, like this meet don mattingly thing and then uh it's me and peg like and, and uh they're like they there would be like dinner i guess or it's like kind of in a bar and then all of a sudden it's like otis anderson shows up from the giants like hey oh my oh my god Look who it is. Meet, meet Al Toon. Oh, exactly. <laughs> it's exactly the type of thing Al Toon would be at, like Joe Beningo from The Fan. Oh, yeah. Or at, like Boomer Esiason or something would show up. It was like shit like that. It was funny. It's a world that I really didn't understand. And I uh, think like, you feel like a rich person, but like we're just two like yeah. total right. dirtbags. And people of... know. Like the guys know. Like, oh, you guys want to look at something today? Was Bill... And they just look at me and Peggy and they're like, let's not even bother trying to. They know Steiner that Sports. we got the tickets from the dad. Like he's not coming. Was Bill Buckner there? <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> was he? <laughs> yeah, he nope. dropped a he dropped a buttered roll and <laughs> went through his legs. A lobster roll went through his legs. I don't mean to explain. Uh, <laughs> Holy shit, Jay! I, I, I don't mean to explain episodes of TV shows on the air, but there was just one episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm where he met him at his signing. I have tape then, of Bill Buckner. I saw he, that episode. Oh my god! And he redeems himself because he catches the baby that's thrown out of a burning building. Yeah. So he completely redeems himself that's of that great. that misplay. <laughs> Speaking great. of Boston, it's half past the hour. Grand and uh, Juliana Highfield will be in in just about a half an hour. She is from the Boston area. We'll ask her about that. Yeah, no, I heard you. Holy be- shit! I-, I heard you before saying she'll be coming in. She's not coming in. She's calling it. She's calling it. Oh, okay, no, if she's coming in, I would have uh, took a shower. <laughs> <laughs> Comb my hair. So I asked um friend of the show, <clears throat> Matt Sweeney, to come join us. <clears throat> oh, did you? To interview tonight. And he yeah, was like. he did say, like, you know, okay. Yeah, and he was like, I'd love to, but I'm locked into something tonight. So I'm like, eh, fair enough. Yeah. 
I'm also interviewing Juliana Hatfield. Yeah. He was at like 10 p.m. She's great. You guys will do fine. And I'm like, after yeah, you're right. yeah, that's yeah. good. Well, that's nice of him to answer. Yeah. You have a you have a text relationship a with Matt Sweeney of Chavez. Yeah. <laughs> he's a good dude. <laughs> and then I asked him if he's going to the big show tomorrow, and which he said yeah, so I can't wait to see him there, which is the fucking misfits, baby. They're playing tomorrow night. Yeah. Uh, you know, I can't get too excited. I hope the show's good for your sake. Thank I root you. I root for you. I, and and you know, if they're doing an arena thing, they'd be well yeah. practiced. A buddy they, of mine came in from out of town. Be good. I was never a big misfits guy. Though. A buddy yeah. of mine came in from out of town to see that show. He came really? in from New Orleans last That's night. That's my buddy. Tickets away. <laughs> oh yeah? What's his name? <laughs> his name is Hugo. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dude, was that you who picked him up? Uh, I, no. didn't, I didn't pick him up. But who posted? Was it Gallagher who posted from the Ten Cent Fuckflakes account? That oh yeah, really? I, I saw that actually. Yeah. I was actually going to ask him if you want to sit with with us tonight. But I don't know how you do in this environment. You know? Listen, who? Hugo. I would yeah, totally love would. to have him. I think I did ask him. I don't know what I. Yeah, maybe I, should text I talked him. to. Well, I, talk- I know is the beach keeps texting me slacks. I just talk- the word slacks. <laughs> Pants. And I'm like trousers. He's like, no, it's slacks now. Oh, he changed it. Trousers is out. Actually, I just talked to somebody that said it's slacks. I went Idiot. back and forth with Hugo two days ago because I was going to try and meet up with him last night, but I couldn't get out. Oh. So kids oh. had tests today or some shit like that. Well, Hugo is our friend who moved to New Orleans. But, uh, yeah, I, I wanted to get him to come on, but he said he was had a, he was bouncing around. Tonight. Yeah. He had a lot yeah. going on, so, you know. Can I actually get a real drum roll and a real gong, please? Sure. So I don't know if I brought this up last week, but I'll explain. Here's Tommy Rockstar with a big announcement. Big, big. <laughs> What's your announcement, Tommy Rockstar? Well, Live from the Barrage, Radio <laughs> Nup. Julian Hatfield coming on at 9 p.m. <laughs> Eastern time. All goofing aside, uh, so my old punk band is reuniting, mm. and we're playing for a one-off show this summer. And we might have discussed it last week, but the reason I'm bringing this up is- Operation that- Ivy? Yeah. You guys are back. Playtex Federation, baby. <laughs> And so, um, the name of Tommy's old punk rock band is Latex Generation. Correct. They, you were kind of famous. They played the Warp Tour. Yeah. They put out a couple of records just to right. let everybody know. There's nine people in the world that remember them. Yes. <laughs> well, check this <laughs> and out. And I'm one of them. Four of them are excited. Two, <laughs> two of them are in this room. <laughs> and five of them are in the band. <laughs> no, they, actually, they, have, they have one guy from but, Czechoslovakia. Yeah. But, dude, we haven't played in like 22 years, like this original lineup. It's been a long yeah, time. Yeah, it sounds like. So. <laughs> I heard the, the rehearsals. The reason, <laughs> speaking of which, the reason I'm bringing this up is... What did you call it when you were together? You should do a reunion and kick Joe Latex out. <laughs> Just for the reunion, that'd be funny. In order for that reunion to happen, we have to have a rehearsal. So the reason I drum roll this is I'm... <laughs> You're pretty good at this being an event thing. <laughs> I'm rehearsing with Hugo tomorrow from 1 to 3 p.m. at Astoria Soundworks. Oh, yeah? And 1 to 3 p.m.? That, yeah, we have a that's, short... That's not punk rock. Bass time, and drums, man. baby. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you guys get to lock up? a little early? Rhythm section. Because yeah, the other guys live far away and you right. want to try to you want to be prepared so when you right. do the final one or two right. rehearsals you yeah correct that makes yeah. sense Gallagher said the funniest shit once during his show because mm-hmm. he was like yeah, you guys went on at like 10 o'clock I think maybe you were in the band with him at the time but you guys went on at like 10 o'clock and then like in transitioning from one song to the other he just yells into the mic I hate playing these fucking afternoon shows <laughs> <laughs> it was great so but the reason why we're doing it early is because the misfits are at night so we're trying to squeeze in two things tomorrow yeah, yeah. And in an effort to make that happen, I need a bass. And my bass is literally. Oh, dis- I have a bass for you. It disintegrated. You want to borrow my bass? Funny. Probably you, sh- to, you know, it works. I mean, you could rehearse with it. If uh, if you were to play the show, I would switch, swap some strings out. But. Dude, Toad's Priest, but co host Patrick Walsh actually lent me his yeah. bass. Oh, it's not the fucking Travis Bean, though, is it? He offered it to me, but I said that you sounds expensive. Son of a like bitch, that's expen- my bass. He said it, I said it sounds expensive, so I took the next one down the line. So. <laughs> Whatever that one is Aluminum, steel, plastic right. Aluminum foil, like this, paper so Pick one out It's know? like yeah. an anniversary <laughs> So yeah. I stopped by uh, Was this Sanger Hall last night To pick yeah, that shit up Pat's place Pat's yeah, it's nice, right? Yeah. yeah Yeah, it's gorgeous 
Yeah, that's the last time I saw you was there, actually. That's right. That's right. The, the big opening. Sorry, I'm not talking into the mic tonight. No, that's, you're doing great. Yeah. It's a beautiful uh, It's a beautiful place. It's lovely. I freaked the bartender out because she was like helping all these people, and I was like, hey, uh, I'm a friend of Patrick's, and I'm here to take a basis in the back room. Bye. And she was like, what? And I just ran out with it. <laughs> She's like, who the fuck was that? <laughs> when, when they were building the place, I stopped by there to show my brother what was going on. It was right. like halfway built. And we just walked in. It was under construction, and the guys, like these two Irish guys, like doing tiles. And I'm like, yeah, we're, we're going to be in the back. They're like, all right. <laughs> I could have taken anything from do that. what you got to do. Yeah, nobody cared. Yeah. <laughs> it's all, yeah. Yeah. Pat flew them in to work on the place or something. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, there's a, a shortage of Irish people in Woodside. Right. And hey, he had to fly people. Hey, Seamus, <laughs> I need you to get your passport ready. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually where he is, I think, now. He's out yeah, in, he's getting more work. There's a guy, there's some guy with you know, paint on his pants and a tile cutter going through security. Oh, man. <laughs> he needs somebody to do plaster work, you know? Oh, dude, oh I'm your man now, so come here. <laughs> Speaking I of- I do the fucking plaster now, so I do it like you've never seen. Two what? coats. We're like fucking glass now, so. What time you want to start? <laughs> I start at fucking 6.30 a.m. Picking stones. So last time I was here uh, four months ago. And I don't stop until it's time for beer now. So the time for working is done. And the time for the beer stop. is now. Go. I, st- I started getting into talking about uh, Carmine Apiece uh, showed up at my work. Yes. I was thinking about getting into that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> New hobby. So, talking about Carmine. <laughs> yeah, he had a he was uh, rehearsing for a charity show. So yeah. He does this charity thing every year. We have a friend uh, of the studio uh, named Bill Edwards. Mm-hmm. And around Christmas time, uh, they do a big concert up there. There's a big place called uh, Paramount Theater. I yeah, think sure. every town yeah, has a place. Paramount There's Theater. one in Huntington, too. But yeah. yeah, you know, so. Huntington. So he gets this guy to be, because. Up in Westchester and around that area, there's a lot of famous old rock stars that live up yes. that way. Yes, there's know? a ton. So, Bobby D. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, he so he gets he he got Carmine to be a part of it last year, this year. You know, so they were doing a they were actually laying down some tracks, as they say in, in, in the industry, in the peak skills, yes. right? And uh, he his drum tech shows up like two hours before him and takes out this fucking thirty two piece drum kit. And wow, one out of the other. Yeah, I mean it's like two two uh two bass drums on the floor. One says Carmine and the other one says a piece <laughs> and they both have his face on it. Hey, did someone leave that kid here? Who's yeah. this belong to? So and uh that guy was that guy had fucking stories. That guy was funny as shit. Really? Yeah. He's one of those New York drummers, and, uh, Italian drummers, well, uh, and, like Italian drummers from Queens and Long right, Island and like, guitar players or somehow like they were like all like prodigies. They just had it in their genetic it's like in their, their code. genetic right. makeup that they could just like shred. Yeah. So they got his drum tech is also Ace Freely's tech. Ah. And while he was setting up, all of a sudden his phone rings and he looks at it and goes, uh, it's Ace Freely. I'll call him back. And I was just right away. I was like, wait Ace a minute. Calling. Are you telling me Ace is calling? <laughs> <laughs> we were actually there and when Ace just, was calling. Yes. <laughs> so wow. that was a very, very fine moment. Uh, right That's there. awesome. <laughs> you guys are hitting on very close to home because like that we- same week I went to that Kiss convention, and Car- Kiss K- was convention spelled with a K. Absolutely, thank you. And, yeah. and I knew it. I fucking knew it. Carmine with a K showed up as well. <laughs> yeah. Carmine makes the scene. He's he he looks good. I saw, somebody took a picture of him on the subway in the Chooch Group or something, right? Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. Was it me? Did I see him on the subway? No. I met uh, my Carmine story is that I went to this show with Woody that Brucey e. Churchill was a roadie at. Uh, right. What is that band? Uh, Oh, uh, Converge. Amon Armoth or something. Oh, uh, Armon Armoth or something. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. I had no idea yeah. about this band, but I got a free ticket and I went. And uh, after work, 
And what's his name is there from the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Who's the drummer? Chad Smith. Chad Smith. That's what I was going to say. And Woody's like, you know, Woody, you know <laughs> how Woody's Ferrell. like, a, you know, a go John into doing shit. You know? Yeah. He's like, go ask him what his favorite Carmine of Peace. <laughs> Lick is. <laughs> Lick is. And I'm Drum like, I'm, and he started walking by and I grabbed him. I'm like, hey, what's your f- favorite Carmine, Phil? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what? And he's, st- he's like the one that goes, Brrrah. and then he, he left. You. And Woody's laughing his ass off because he just threw me like to the wolves, you know. Yeah, yeah, you weren't with it though. That's the best. Ask. He knew what I was talking about. When I said Carmine, he didn't ask Carmine who. He knew. <laughs> oh, there's only one. He, he knew you weren't talking about the big ragu. <laughs> the big ragu. <laughs> I didn't even know he was a drummer. The big ragu. <laughs> he plays the pots. You know? I would have had a Carmine story. He's on the tubs. <laughs> I would have had a Carmine story, but they were charging 30 bucks to get his autograph. I wish I heard yeah. the Bismarck Key story today. Apparently, Dan Dara, who flew to L.A., who I asked him to be on the show. He was like, I'm flying to L.A. He flew to L.A. Dan today. left Queens? Yes, he left Queens. Wow. He Not only did he leave Queens, he went all the way across the country. He's, I think he's meeting a friend over there or something. Crazy. And he gets on the plane with Bismarck Key. Stop. <laughs> really? Yeah, sitting right across the aisle from Oh my God! So, somebody's like, "Take a picture," and Dan's like, "I'm professional." Yeah. <laughs> Dan, Dan, Dan's not that guy. He oh, he's man. not the selfie guy. I, I listen. There's no way I'm on a plane with Bismarcky, and I'm not taking well, advantage of that. Just give him, yeah. Give it him. goes with my whole theme of uh, the John Hulant's pictures with, with black celebrities. You, uh, I you, have everybody. You at least you have collect everybody. them all. <laughs> Baseball cards. Tracy Morgan, Chris Rock, Daryl Strawberry. Uh, that uh, Rachel Dozal? <laughs> no, she. <laughs> you you have to at least play him the station ID that he did for us. Play it back to him. Oh right, yeah. If I can find it. No, I mean like if you were on the plane with him, like oh totally. Do you think he'd recognize it? I don't know. I don't. I well, I'm not like Tommy Rockstar. I don't have money to dump on Wi-Fi on the plane. So I don't know. If it's oh, <laughs> oh, it's on your phone. I'm busy there playing Candy Crush because I have no Wi-Fi. I'm trying to sleep off two Jack and Cokes. I saw Bismarcky in a like local advertising commercial for a jewelry store on Jamaica <laughs> Avenue. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is what? Oh yeah, I saw. It's it been too. a while since I've seen it, but you know, it's. He it was like, "Come down to Frank's Jewelry on Jamaica <laughs> Avenue." This is and you are now listening to live from the Boulevard. He'd be like, "What was that?" <laughs> That's Biz Marquee. That's the biz. Nobody beats the biz. Nobody beats the biz. And uh, we should take a break, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's take a break. Let's play some. uh, By the way, in about 15 minutes or so, we're going to have Juliana Hatfield on the show. I don't know if you guys know. I'm excited about this. This is going to be crazy. My notes are a mess. Like, like usually I I have like a, I don't want to get too much of the inner workings of the writing room. (laughs) That sounds like an album title. But usually I have like a, a, like I'm going here, there, and there, and this segment. I'm just all over the place. I'm I'm so nervous. Is it good the, copy? No, I I don't know. I don't know. Can you share some notes with me? Can you use like a carbon uh, copy? Why you need some? You need some I, questions look, to throw? No, yeah. no, I have plenty of questions. They're just kind of all over the place. Right. I mean, Tommy. Like, here's one question. Uh, so, uh, what do you like to put on your Sunday? <laughs> How many strings are on a guitar? What? Like I got, I got no, I got plenty of questions. They're just kind of mixed up. Usually, I have like a direction. I feel my like sister, I don't have. Them. My sister asked me to ask her about her appearances on uh, my so-called life. Do you guys know about that? Oh yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. that show was only on for like two seasons. It seems right. like it had a hundred episodes. Yeah, it was a big cult following. Yes, that's right. And um, <laughs> it was um, who we have in the show? Bill Janovitz from Buffalo. Tom. Yes, they had a big like thing in that show because it, it was like. A plot point that they were all going to the Buffalo Tom show. 
Oh, was, really? Yeah, it was a big uh, deal. Yeah, and they like played Bird Brain or something, probably. So, anyway, um, I'm very excited. But growing up in Pat's Garage, we listened to little Blake Babies and Lemonheads, and I don't know how the freak Pat found all these freaking records. There was no internet. Right. There was no mailing list. They weren't. Uh, they weren't talking about it in the high school. I never saw a fanzine in the man's house, nope. but apparently he knew all the he cool bands. Everything. Like, yeah. and I guess they they did play. Uh, it, you know, the, uh, Juliana Hatfield on MTV a little bit, the sister song, but that was, we knew about her before. Like, I don't understand how he figured all this stuff out. Maybe hanging around the record store. I don't know, man. That guy's... He had VW Trends on his coffee table? Think about it. You want to know about a band right now? What do you do? You Google. Right. Now, what, just imagine that it doesn't exist. You, uh... You sit in your garage, you stare at a wall. That's what happened. I you... listen to Live from the Barrage. You talk to your friend's <laughs> older brother. How can you, you can't listen to Live from the Barrage. You know, There's no like, internet. Uh, You're living it's it. 1993. The, like the eight bands that I picked up on the past 20 years, I think six of them came from listening to music on this show. <laughs> and then Latex Generation. Pete uh, Pavicevich texting a picture of him and Mario upside down at the game. I don't know. Mario looks like he's eating uh, something. Looks like things are crazy. Tacos and there's a Heineken involved. I don't know. We'll be back after this live from the broads. We'll be back with Juliana Hatfield. Yeah. 9 p.m. Eastern. Yeah. Thanks Excited. for coming in, Ryan. I appreciate it. You too, yeah. Tommy, I guess. Thanks, buddy. <laughs>
Hopelessly devoted to you. That's uh, Juliana Hatfield off her new um, album tape. And she does have tapes, by the way, just to let you know. Really? There are cassette tapes. There's a whole thing. If you go to julianahatfield.com, you'll see all the options available to you. There's orange vinyl. There's seven inches. There's uh, cassette tapes. It's amazing. That's julianahatfield.com. I went on there and purchased, I think, everything. I, I, I'll take one of each. Yeah, I took one of each. I, I'm in the hole $600. I don't know what happened. Charge it to the Sicilian. <laughs> Everything's very reasonably priced, low priced. So that was nice. And uh, so the new album is all Olivia Newton-John cover song. That's awesome. And, uh, I mean, you know, she sounds amazing. Is it Crazy. all, Before that, we all heard... different stuff, not just from Greece, but uh, um, a lot, it, of, a lot it, of her? Uh... It's, you know, I don't know. I want to say like uh, 10 or 12 songs. I'm not sure it's a, a cornucopia, you know. Right. It's a mix of everything. There's a, you know, a couple of Grease songs and I love yeah. uh, ho- the reason I play Hopelessly Devoted to You is because I remember specifically my face sticking to the seat in the back of like my aunt's car <laughs> in the summertime we're like going to like a Mineola pool on Long Island and there was no <laughs> such thing as air conditioning or or like, you know, happiness. 
And or, 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 or seat belts. And I remember, or seat, no, the seat belts was out. We had like towels on it. And I remember my face sticking to it. Like, you know, any of these memories that stick in your head and that's, and also the leather that sticks to your face in the back of a Buick. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I remember it like specifically listening to that song. You know, it's, it's a fantastically written song. I think it's John Farrar wrote that song as well as, uh, you're the one that I won off the Grease records. Uh, oh, actually, Mm-hmm. The yes. one, you're the one that I want to believe was I think it was the Bee Gees wrote that. Mm-hmm. Oh, they wrote they wrote half that I think soundtrack. It's John Farrar, buddy. We'll, we'll yeah, get to the bottom the other, of that's this. That's the other Travolta movie, there, pal. <laughs> right. Um, the blowout, I think it no, was. No, <laughs> they wrote, they wrote Grease. Uh, let me find out. I think it was blowout. <laughs> I think it was Look Who's Talking. Travolta <laughs> Cage blowout. What was the name of it? Battlefield Earth or something. Battlefield Earth, yes. Battlefield Earth 2, Blowout at the Beach. <laughs> it was John Ferrara. Yes, I know that already. That's why I did my research and I just told you what I'm telling to you what's this, up. You already know, fam. The Bee Gees wrote part of a soundtrack. <laughs> of yeah. what? Greece? Greece. <coughs> There's no way. No, yeah, for sure. No, that makes sense. Sure. Of course they did. I know this because Tragedy performs these the songs. Saturday Night Fever is the title fucking track, dude. Saturday Night Fever, no, yeah. To Greece. Is, no, to Greece. Greece, he's saying. Oh, Greece. Greece right. The Bee Gees co- Oh, Greece isn't the same movie as Saturday Night Fever? No. no. <laughs> I believe they co-wrote the, the theme song to Greece. <laughs> I got my Travolta movies mixed up. Greece is a great movie. Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah. I love it, Olivia Newton-John. I was talking about how earlier before the show, I was telling she's, John- She's Australian, right? Yes. Yes. I was telling John how much uh, I liked Saturday Night Fever, and then we put it on at work, and it was just like- this horrible rape culture of a movie is uh, yeah. just Listen, like, let me tell you, my friend, don't watch Revenge of the Nerds. If you're, uh, <laughs> I did a whole segment on the show about yeah, right. that, about uh, the amount of crimes <laughs> that were committed in M- that movie. Mopery. Most of which were by the nerds, That's not a, even the Right. <laughs> if you really look at it. The protagonists were doing the rapings in these the 80s movies are like, you know. Right. I mean, you think about it, the, <laughs> the jocks were just, you know. Playing a little joke on the nerd. And the right. nerd's I'm like, totally rooting for the jocks. Now we're rooting for Johnny and Cobra like Kai against uh, Ralph <laughs> Macchio. It's great. It's a, what a time to be alive. Yes. I watched his first episode of Cobra Kai on oh, YouTube. Yeah. I, yeah, I was wondering about this. Dude, man, I like it. Is, is it good? Is it like tongue in cheek or is it like. Uh, slow, well, I've only seen the one episode. It's. To say it's tongue in cheek, uh, you know, wholesale would be wrong, but. They're not making fun of themselves, and it's filmed like a TV show, like that you would see, like uh, on Netflix, like Breaking Bad. It's it's not like cheesily shot. It's like well seriously lit. shot. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like it looks like a real show, dude. And yeah. that guy William Zabka, he's great. He plays whole uh, things about him. And first of all, they, they try to well, what I don't like is they write this whole script that they, they try to paint him as like a loser, right? Right. Meanwhile, so he's eating pizza. He's got like a carpentry job. And he's drinking beers, and he does karate, and he drives a Corvette, and he's blasting uh, a jealousy. He's blasting like ACDC or some shit. Like I don't, and they're trying to that. That's the some writer in a room's idea of painting him as a loser. I go, this guy's got the best life I ever seen. Man. <laughs> right, yeah. I totally want to be this guy. Why? Because he didn't shave in two days. He's got like stubble. He's a loser. That's being yeah. What am I doing wrong? Listen, the guy's eating. He's got no one to answer to. He's eating gas station pizza. He's getting drunk all day. He's installing a TV in some rich person's house, and he knows karate. Right, it's pretty much my life without the karate. <laughs> <laughs> and then guys show up and try to like do karate on him, and he does karate on them. It's great. It's a good show. I, I recommend. It. 
So is but are they making fun of themselves or is it like a real? No, it's there? not. No, it's real. It's good. Uh, things and shit's gonna about to pop off. He just he just reconnected with right. Ralph I, Macchio. When I saw the trailer for, it, I thought it was like a funnier die. Uh, type of sketch no, or something no, like that that, not, they, that they really go over the top with you know get get the real guys to do this no they're setting it up man they wrote this thing yeah it's Ralph Macchio's a great guy he's an Islanders fan I heard he's one of the nicest guys ever yeah I met him once with De Niro and Burt Young they were doing a play together wow what it was what called a, what a... and he stopped and signed autographs I was like twelve Steven Adler just posted Burt a Young and De Niro he just ran straight into the limo here we go all right, all right. with that cast. Hello? 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 Hi, Juliana? Yeah. Hi, it's John. Hi, it's John Houlihan. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? Yeah. Yeah, welcome to the Good. show. Hello? Hi. Uh, really appreciate you doing it. How, how's everything going? That's my first question. How's it going? <laughs> it's going okay. Yeah. And where, where are you calling from? I'm in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Oh. Nice. And you've never, you've, you've always, you live there now? Yeah. And your address, <laughs> social security number. Yeah. So you never, you never left the uh, the Boston area. You, you've always been there. I, most of, mostly, I've been here. I did, I did live in New York for a few years in the 1990s, and then I kind of tried to live in LA, but I really only lasted like about a year. <laughs> There's no seasons there. The sun is just out all the time. It's like and I know, and that's what that's partly why. I felt so uncomfortable there. The sun just became so oppressive. It was like it was like a science fiction horror movie or something. <laughs> like day after day after day, the sun just beating down, beating down, beating down. Say, yeah, I don't, I don't do good in the, yeah, in the I, heat. I sweat my like I, my body doesn't sweat. My head sweats like crazy, and it's like if there's any kind of heat at all, I'm like miserable. <laughs> I don't like the heat either. I'm, I'm always, um, I have like reverse. What's that thing called? Um, seasonal affective disorder. I have the reverse. Disorder, so that I get like really sad when spring comes, because because that means winter's ending, and I, and I just really like the cold. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm like you. I don't like the heat either. It's uncomfortable, yeah. right? Well, I much prefer the cold. You can always bundle up. You know, you can't really get out of the, when it's 100 degrees. There's nowhere uh, to go. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm the opposite. I, it's 95 degrees. I'll go outside and start painting the side of the house. Oh, you know? I'm totally out. I don't like it. Ew. Ew. Yeah, I'll yeah, put my like, t-shirt um, on my head. Ew. <laughs> Ew, heat. Yeah, it's like um, I, I the and when it's humid and hot, it really I, it makes me psychotic it's when it's humid and hot. Oh. I can't. I real. I literally can't handle it. Really. Once the humidity com- com- comes in, then like your body can't get rid of the heat because there's so much moisture in the in the freaking air. Can't dissipate. That it, there's mm-hmm. nowhere for it to go. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's the worst. So that well, that's that's all I want, really wanted to ask is I appreciate you calling. All right, <laughs> all right. It's nice to talk to you. I'm at the Red Sox. Oh, thanks. We're talking to Juliana Hatfield. If you go to julianahatfield.com, um, Juliana has a new uh, album. It's called uh, Juliana Hatfield sings Olivia Newton John, and I've been listening to it. And I purchased. I forget what I bought, but I, yeah. bought some, I bought something. I wanted to buy the Westerberg. I think I bought the Westerberg seven inch, but I didn't buy the record yet because I'm cheap. And uh, because and I'm a huge. You got just just the seven inch. Yeah, but I, because, but then I was listening to it on the Bandcamp, so I'll buy the. But there's no digital copy. So what can you tell us about the record and why uh, there's cassette, and is if there's a reason there's no digital and what's the. You mean you mean there there's you you're saying there's no digital version of the seven inch is what you're saying. No, right? no digital version of the record 
for practice. Oh, there is. Oh, there is? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh God, there ought, there has to be, I right? The, there hit, should be. Yeah. There should be. Maybe there I, is. I hit the wrong button or something. I'm spreading disinformation. Yeah, you did. Because <laughs> that would be crazy if there were no digital, right. digital version. Right. So there, there is one. There's a version of everything, and there's CDs and all But uh, actually, though, the 7-inch... I don't think there's a digital version. It's so hard to say digital. I don't think there's a digital version of the seven inch though. Those two songs, which is um, it's um, deeper than the night and heart attack, which are not on the album. And I think it's just you have to buy the little record for that. I think. Does Olivia Newton-John know about the album, and have you uh, spoken to her at all? Has she? I've not. I have not spoken to her, but she um, has um, mentioned it. Um, it's a, there's you know info on her website about it, and she's tweeted a couple times, which is really sweet of her. Cool, that's cool. And so you got some kind of uh, you know kind of uh, affirmation that you know. Did you have yeah. to? You, did you know yeah. what she when you were planning this and recording it? Did you know whether she had an opinion then, and you're recording it like, oh my god, you know, if she hates it, yeah. like this is going to be the worst thing ever. No, I mean, I when I was recording it, I I was sort of worrying about that. You know, I I wanted to. Um, I wanted to make sure that the recordings were um, just like pure and decent and and not in any way disrespectful. I was yeah. really mindful of not disrespecting any of the original work. Well, and but no, I wasn't. Um, you know, the record company um, guy was go- was doing all the proper legal things. Like it was it was you know when you record an album of covers, you have to make sure that. All the publishing is in order and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. And and a, a lot of yeah. a lot of times, these songs uh, were not written by Olivia Newton-John. So then you have to. That's another right. aspect. I guess you have to get permission from like you know, whoever is in charge it, of the guy who wrote that song. Yeah, and there's like a small, there's a small fee you're supposed to pay for um, if you record a cover, and and so there's just like little stuff to arrange and so everything was taken care of and everything was all um by the book and and also we were in touch with the olivia newton john cancer center because they were we were going to donate a dollar from each album to to the cancer wellness and research center and so there was that just getting that arranged that's great they let us put put their logo on the album so cool nice that's great well I, i i think it's great I, I've listened to the album. It's it's uh, fantastic. It's a, and you do it you do it justice. There's no nothing uh, you know disrespectful or tongue in cheek about it. It's, it's, you know you're all in. It was, yeah, it, was it's not. It, it's not ironic. When you're sent when you're singing it and recording it, do you, are you thinking about like you know what she's going to think about it? Or you don't. Or you, you put that. Nah, out, out I of think your mind? It, if if I had let my mind go there, I think it would have just sort of crippled me, and yeah. I wouldn't have been able to. You know, I I, I was just trying to focus on. Well, first of all, learning all the many, many chords and things, and and because um, I was playing all the guitars and keyboards, and oh, there was right. just a lot of like um, math to to be done. I was doing a lot of math. <laughs> <laughs> but it, you but know, music is ma- music is mathematical. Yeah, I know. Uh, well, listen, you you had a song. Uh, the, you know, the song that introduced me to you was when "Spin Bu- the Bottle" came out, yeah. and we were listening to it uh, in my friend's garage. That's a little- that's a little bit of math rock right there. That's what I'm five. saying. Yeah, that was my segue. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, five. Yeah. I mean, you know, who has a hit in five four? Like, what are you like, Dave Weckl? Well, you it, know what? And I, it's it, but it we, flows. And once you get the five thing, and, and I try to count it to people, like I don't, I don't understand. I'm like, there's a song is in five, and you know, it's crazy. 
Thank you. Well, you know, at the, I, I was trying to write a catchy song in five. It was like a personal challenge. <laughs> uh, but uh, at the time, I, I was, I had been listening, kind of obsessively to P.J. Harvey's yeah, album Dry, Dry, which has songs in five and seven, and I, and I was really kind of using that as an inspiration. Yeah, it was, isn't the song Dry might be in five? I think, right? If something um, weird. I don't know. Water. It's a song called Water. Yeah. Remember that one? Did you like that album? Those two, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, everyone goes to the other one with the one before that, right? Which is uh, "Rid of Me." It's that, that, oh, that's uh, the one after, actually. Is it after? Dry oh, was, okay. Dry was yeah. pre pre "Rid of Me." I, I can't. I, I was born the, to dry. Actually, yeah. that was my favorite. Yeah. I, uh, the the second one, I guess, "Rid of Me" is recorded by Steve, right? Albini. Yeah. Have you ever yeah. recorded with Steve Albini? <laughs> no, I don't think that. Um, I don't think he liked me. He doesn't like anybody. I don't think yeah, that's, cool. that's the way it always is with He doesn't like now. himself. <laughs> All right. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> no, I might have, you know, back then, in, back then, I might have sent him some demos hoping to be able to work with him. And, I mean, I, I think I might have blocked it out of my mind because I have a, <laughs> a vague memory that he... Welcome to the club. Sent it. He sent back a really like nasty reply, like Stop. no fucking way. Oh, sorry, no way or something. I don't know. No, that doesn't sound. Well, you know, Steve's we'll whole thing, I think, is that I don't think he listens to demos or anything. He just like uh, you know, he come in. If oh no, I know. Yeah. No, I mean, the answer is no. I've never worked with them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> is it fun working with uh, Paul Westerberg in the I Don't Cares? I mean, he's a. I mean, were you a big replacements fan growing up? Because the replacements was like be all end all for for me and a couple of my friends. You know, we were like they, they were like our favorite band. Yeah, me too. Of course, I, I loved the replacements. You know, I, I, they were a, one of my one of my favorite bands. Yeah, back, sure. back how, then. how long do you have working with Westerberg? Like, you give it like a like a week, and then you're like, all right, I had enough. <laughs> well, it was kind of um, <laughs> kind of I'm, I'm bit by bit. You know, it wasn't one whole session all at once. It was just yeah. kind of a bit here, a bit there. And um, he he did most of the songwriting, and so it was a lot of me just kind of um, sitting and listening to him um, do record stuff, which was kind of fascinating. Do you know who played yeah, drums on that record? Because I was listening to it before, and it's got this really like slappy, like IOU kind of like. Uh, Please to he played. A, he it's played him, a right? Lot of the drums. Yeah, that makes sense because then <laughs> I, I I knew it. I knew it. You guys get. And he record. He records himself really well too. He has a really. Um, he's. I like the way that he that he makes stuff sound down there in the basement. That was in Minneapolis. You guys recorded that. Yeah, you know, some of it was um was recorded before I got there, and and I was kind of looking through all these old cassettes of songs he'd re- he'd already recorded that no one in the, has ever heard, and I was he or he would just play something. And it would be like this incredible song that I'd never heard, and and I'd be like, "What is that?" And he said, "Oh, it's just this thing I just sing and I and I and so a couple of them, a couple of them were like, "You have to you have to let people hear this. It's so great." And then I would on a couple of them I would maybe add something like some background vocals or something. But so I wasn't actually there for all of the recordings. Right. And then we we went on to write a few of them together, and so it was like a bit piecemeal kind of situation yeah that's a, that, that record sounds really good to me I, I, I enjoy it but you guys got on you guys uh, like uh, on a social level you got you got along pretty well 
Well, that. we kind of, well, I've known him for a really long time now, and so it's like, um, it's kind of like a sibling relationship. Like, we we fight a lot. The Hatfields and McCoy's. <laughs> yeah, Hatfields, Hatfields and West Westbrook. <laughs> we fight, but it, but, um, it just kind of all rolls off our backs. You I, know? Need, I need. Spe- speaking of that, I have to do the, my radio job and ask you: uh, Are are you a descendant of the actual Hatfields? I heard that somebody told me that. Well, when when my father when my father died, well, God, it's like fifteen years ago now. Um, he had been doing some um, investigating and trying to trace back the Hatfield family tree, and he. He claims that he found a link. Like, huh. we are descended from the feuding Hatfield. Yeah. West Virginia, I think. Do you believe it? Are you going to get I those? like to be- I want to believe it, so I choose to believe it, yeah. Do you think it would Do be... Do you think one day you'll get those, those gosh darn McCoys? Or- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every time I see the name McCoy, I'm like, oh, you yeah, bastard. You shake your McCoy, fist. You McCoy bastard. You shake your fist you're, at them. Don't watch Law and Order. It's like a, <laughs> right. Watch yeah, a yeah, step. Yeah. Like, there's a guy named or McCoy should, on there. I should, um, I should marry a McCoy. That'd be great. That'd be good. Do you <laughs> think it'd be... <laughs> a, a little bit of advice. Separate aisles. For <laughs> yeah. Each, yeah. Keep, keep them separated. Hasn't there been some marriages between Hatfields and McCoys over the yeah, years? I think there's, there's yeah, yeah. That was then, that like back way back in the beginning. There was a there was um, a McCoy and a Hatfield fell in love when the feud was going on. Actually, right, right. Yep. Do you think if you did like a uh, ancestry dot com type thing, you'd come up with some real revelation, or, or are you afraid? Probably. To get, yeah. Probably, but I would never do that. I would never send my DNA to right. a database. Right. I'm afraid. Yeah. I, that, well, yeah, it's, it's funny you're in the system. We uh, we have a, your DNA right here, and I've uh, <laughs> right. because I've submit, I paid fifty dollars, and we have it here, and now we know your uncle. We have a, my a, hair. Do, oh wait, a serial killer. My, a lock of my hair. Yeah. <laughs> right. Paul Westerberg like, no, sent I was it saying, in. I saw the car with a, like a pile of cigarette butts. You know, like you take those. And <laughs> don't. Do you're freaking me out. You don't. Don't take me that. I don't have your DNA, but my um my. I would vol- I would not voluntarily send my my um information to it. Exactly. You database. Well, right now you're in the database, and even if you're not, they still catch you because they just caught that dude. Um. Because they what the they they right. they take like your cousin's DNA and they make a family tree on like a like a chalk. I know you don't want to you don't want to encourage these these systems. You yeah, know? They're, no. they, they already have enough information. That's that you don't need to voluntarily give them anymore. That's that's how I feel. About the Mormons, it. Right. My, you know, we were voluntarily bugging our house. I'm like conspiracy theorist with, with the. Uh, You're more Mormons. The, no, we're we're all Mormons. No. <laughs> this is here on. Well, the reason I said that is because Latter Day Saints Radio. Apparently, the Mormons are the ones who uh, fund all those um, websites that do all that. Yeah, because then they're in charge of the thing or something. Yeah, I don't know. Wow. But listen, That's we, interesting. We, 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 you put like a you know Amazon thing in your house or whatever. She her name is Alexa. Or yeah, but something like that. It's like. Yeah, I don't have. I don't. I don't talk to those things. Yeah. I don't have those things <laughs> in my right. house. I don't even have Wi-Fi in my house. Oh really? Oh. Do you have a television? I do have an old television, a big old television. Does it only play 120? But it minutes? doesn't have. It only. I don't have any of. Um, I don't have any internet or cable TV. Oh, just free TV. Nice. Really, no internet. How does that work? Do you write songs all with day? With the television? How does it work with the television? No, I mean, like, how do you get by day to day without internet? Or does you just don't? Oh no, Tommy I just, doesn't I ha- understand. I ha- okay, that. I have a. I have a DSL connection to my my one landline. I don't have Wi-Fi. Oh, okay, so yeah, you're in, you're in the slow lane over there. Hmm. You see, I have a cabin upstate. 
And it's all like I can get upstate is like DSL, and I, I'm terrified because it'll go like. Right, who cares? Just take a so break from the slow. internet, man. Just yeah, maybe you know. we need to. It's not that slow. Read a book, I mean, write a like, song. That's like saying that's like standing in front of an elevator waiting five seconds and saying, "Oh, the elevator's so slow. The elevator that's right. going to whisk me up fifty <laughs> stories." You know, it's like that's that's what it's. You can't say the internet's so slow because it's the internet. You know. This is true. We should be privileged to have it. This is true. <laughs> We're very spoiled. We are. <laughs> <laughs> like this thing won't. Up, you, you, can you imagine, like, you know, twenty years ago, and you, you're busy dialing it up on the phone. We're like, this is the best. I could look up anything no, I want. Wait, so, so when you go, when you when you go to a hotel room and you check in and that you've got like lightning fast, like you know, fiber optic internet, do you, do you flip out or is it like you're like whatever? Tommy doesn't. No, understand. I don't care. It, I mean, it doesn't. It's. I'm. I'm telling you, my the DSL is not that slow. It's gotcha. really not. And I'm, I'm not, no, I don't get excited by fast internet in hotels. It doesn't excite <laughs> me at all. I I don't like to be on the, I don't like to be um, using the internet. And whenever I can, I don't. Got whenever it. I don't have to, I can. Yeah. I try not to. So what do you do with your day? You, do you write, My dream do, is do you to play? go off the grid. Someday yeah. I'm going to uh, go back off I'm the grid you. where I came, where I came I'll from. I'll pick you up in a half an hour. Let's go. <laughs> I, I so want to do that. Go to the Ozarks. Or at least an RV. Just, you know, throw it all away and uh, live off the But land. you guys have, this is, this is um, an internet show, right? Oh, yeah. And not anymore. Now we're on, a, we're going to be on ham, ra- ham radio <laughs> in the RV. Breaker 20. Yeah, it's on the internet. If there was no internet, I guess we couldn't do the show. Breaker, breaker 19. <laughs> What's your 20? You got Smokey on your tail. I'm about to put the hammer down. Rubber duck. <laughs> Diamond Dog. So we're talking with Juliana Hatfield. Uh, she's in Massachusetts, and uh, she's a musical hero of mine. I'm delighted that uh, you would even uh, consider talking to us. So thank you so yeah, much. JulianaHatfield.com is the website you want to go to and buy the records, buy all that stuff. Have you been touring lately, or are you just kind of spending time in the studio? Me? At home? Oh, no, not you. <laughs> um, are you guys actually in a garage? Yeah, yeah it's yeah, like yeah. a really. Yeah, I, I built like this dumb bar in my garage. Cool. Um, no, I haven't been touring. I'm not touring right now for this record. I just we've done a few local shows, um, and I'm I'm actually already starting work on a new a new album of originals. Cool. When yeah. do you, when do you expect that to come out? Um. Uh, I hope um. In the fall, it w- I think it would be really great to get it out before the end of the year. So then I can say that I have had two records come out in yeah. one year. Nice. So you said you were and playing. That's, that that that'll be under your your name. I think so, unless I decide to do something kooky and not put it under my name. But I think it'll be a Juliana Hatfield album. Yeah. Cool. You were saying before you played some shows locally. Where do you like to play in the like the Boston area? Well, oh, there's, gu- um, there's Gussies, you know. Uh, not you. <laughs> oh. Um, I just watched, pa- have you seen Patriots there? I just watched that twice. I thought, I'm like, this movie's so corny. And uh, it was actually pretty good. I like the inner workings Patriots, of the FBI. Patriots Day? <laughs> yeah. No, I, uh, yeah. I haven't. Is well, that the Mark Wahlberg movie? Yeah. Yo, know, terrible. <laughs> terrible. But not. Some kind nah. of somehow entertaining in a true TV. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be, you know, you have to have, have grown up with, like, you know, Chuchi guys like Queens, I think, is very similar to Boston in the way that it's like this kind of suburban, like, uh, you know, working man's town, and everyone talks the same, but there's just the accents are slightly different. You know? So, did you experience, like, you know, was it hard, like, growing up there with a bunch of, you know, tough guys and, you know, 
<laughs> what did, I, didn't I don't know what the, the question city, is. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. I did not grow up in the South. Right, but. What? Southie, do you experience a lot of sexism growing no, up? No, I don't as know if I've ever been to Southie. Actually, no, I. Wow. I got. I've 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 rarely ventured into Southie. Yeah. To me, that's like a foreign country. Right. So you, you grew up, uh, you know, upper middle class or something like that. Then you never been to Southie. Well, back then it was probably called that. Um, mm. um, yeah, in a town called. Duxbury, Massachusetts, which which was on the South Shore, which is down thirty miles south of Boston, and um, but that yeah, back then you could buy a big house for a big old colonial house for fifty thousand dollars, you know, and now they're million dollar houses. So it was a different yeah. time back then, mm-hmm. and also- everyone everyone could buy could buy a big house back then. If you had a job, if you had any job, you right. could buy a house. Yeah, and now you lending. can't, especially around here. Uh, when I bought my house, you know, I, I paid like, you know, a point and I paid like this crazy percentage or whatever, but I was able to buy it. Now you can't even. Like, when did you, when did you buy it in the 90s? I bought my house now, uh, let's see, I guess like 14 years ago or something like that. Yeah. And it's like, um, Cambridge is like that too. It's really, really expensive up here. It's like New Yorky, New Yorky prices up here. Yeah. It's crazy. It's yeah. it's impossible I, for. I feel a lot terrible. Of it sucks for everybody else. I'm I'm ready to sell this thing and cash in. My you know my wife does, she she wants to stay. Where are you I'm, gonna live? Listen, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna live on a pontoon boat in the middle of the lake. <laughs> yeah. I don't give a shit. That's I'm, the way I'm to out. do it. Yeah right. I'm out. Oh, my brother my brother who lives in Michigan is trying to convince me to move to Detroit because it's affordable right now. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a lot of yeah. opportunity there. Sure. I mean, you can't live. I can't. I can't afford. No one can live. Uh, afford to live in Manhattan. Who works there as like a working guy, like you know, which, which is which is absurd. You know, it's 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 obscene. Yeah, it's it's kind of scary. It's kind of like um, apocalyptic already. Well, I'll give you the. Uh, um, you have. Uh, I'll give you the next twenty-five minutes. Go on your political rant. Do it. I'm with you. No, I'm I mean, agree I don't with have everything. anything else to say. <laughs> I, I know. mean, is it's just like so know. sad and like desperate, and that it's just like you put your head down and go, "Oh my God, just, we're just gonna have to suffer through this." I don't know. You know what is? What's the alternative? I'm just trying to make a lot of music because because uh, time is just speeding up, and it, we're getting closer and closer to I don't know what. Yeah. Um, do you so think about? I mean, uh, you know, do you think about? I, Lately, in the past two years, I'm 43. I, I'm thinking about dying a lot, and I never thought about it before. And I was never afraid of getting old, but now that I'm getting older, I think about it like exponentially more and more every day. I'm like, and, and I, I think well, about it's whether I'm going to be more of a reality. I'm going to, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. In the current, uh, listen, I'm limping around. I think, I think that that's a phase that happens around your age. It you start to experience the, the terror of your oncoming death, but your oncoming inevitable death. But then I think like late when you get closer to 50, you start to um, turn a corner and mellow out. And I think that a lot of the fear can go away. And um, it's more like when you, when you reach 50, it's like you realize, wow, I made it to 50. I can relax. I don't have to worry so much. You stop worrying. I think. I started thinking about whether I'll, how, like, because I was never really afraid. I'm like, am I going to, 
be afraid at like that moment that you know you're gonna die, like when you're like in that hospital bed. <laughs> why? I'm sorry. Why I don't are you talking about this? I don't know, man. You know, something else. This all sorry, start with sorry. what? Where do you like to play? And yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, I was actually. <laughs> so wherever you're from, oh, <laughs> Juliana. I, I was I'm asked, sorry, man. You guys very deep tonight. If, John. You guys take over the show. I'm gonna jump off the roof. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> well, are, where? Where in Queens are you? Go, are you guys near um, Forest Hills? Yes, Not too far. Very We're close, in Flushing. Yes. yes. Yeah, I went. I w- I thought that um, For- Forest Hills seems like kind of like a nice kind of place. To yes, live. Is it it's nice? Forest Hills nice. Forest Hills is nice. It's a uh, it's a lot of old brick tutors and uh, yeah, the, the, like you know what? It's, it's a nice neighborhood when the when the train stations like nice and made out of bricks and right. like the, yeah. the street lamps uh-huh. are like gas lit. Yeah, they, they, they have like probably their own cops riding around or something like yeah, that. It's yeah. pretty quaint. And, All uh, the street signs are like. Uh, not city qualified. They're like, you know, somebody carved them or something. Yeah, it's nice. All that matters <laughs> is that the Ramones are from there, so that's all you need to know. Is that, that's yeah. the last place we saw the replacements. We're in, we're in yeah. Flushing, which is uh, the town that has, uh, you know, the Mets and uh, the the U.S. Open Stadium. And stuff oh, yeah, like the that. tennis, right? And the, yeah. The, and the World's Fair. The Unisphere, you know, the World right. uh, thing there. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Oh, that's in Flushing, right. A lot of pride here. We're doing the show in, uh-huh. from inside the Unisphere right now. It's like a Beastie Boys <laughs> album cover. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> but it, now that you're, I guess, well, you let the cat out of the bag that you're 50. I wasn't going to say that. You have I any- know. I'm not supposed If I had any um, media skills, I wouldn't have said that. Would I? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any regrets going into the um, twilight of your... I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you kill me tonight, John. Well, you know, I was I thought she was thirty five, I was gonna guess. No regrets. Do you hate like no when um people like when you do interviews and stuff and you've been doing this for so long that uh like when people ask you like girl questions like, ah, well, let's get a bunch of interview questions out quote unquote for girls. Like, yeah, like, ah, fuck fuck this. You know? <laughs> I don't know if they I don't think people still do that with me. I think I've somehow um, transitioned out of that, maybe. Yeah. Um, what kind of questions do you mean? Like, well, I mean, like, uh, if 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 somebody approaches the interview in a way where like it's not geared towards you as a musician, but you know they want to know other things just just solely because you're a female. That was a problem when I was younger, and more, and there was um, this interest in me you know and it's it's not it's really not such a problem these days i don't think that i really think people have kind of moved a little bit past that or i just shut shut those conversations down if, if it's something that i don't like i'll just kind of not let it go there yeah too far i'll not let it go too far in that direction because I, I really don't have you know like the whole thing about the, there there are people who there were people who wanted me some kind of wanted me to be a spokeswoman for my sex my gender or something but i really i had not a lot to say about that back then um and i always wanted people to just talk about the music and now i think people are more interested in talking about the music god am i really a boring interview am i boring you guys no not at all no Actually, I have questions. I'm, I'm, the more you talk, the happier I am because I'm running out of freaking questions. <laughs> <laughs> you had all well, these questions written down. <laughs> Wait, how many? How many of you are there right now? It three, sounds two, like there's three? 17 of us, but there's only no. there's only three. There's me, I'm John, and there's Ryan. 
Hi, Ryan. Hey, how are you? I'm sorry, I thought you were going through the list. And there's Tom. Ryan. Yeah. Hey, nice hey, to I'm meet Tommy. You. How are you? Uh, this is Ryan. I actually uh, have a question for you about uh, how Thank you started out. Thank you. And <laughs> I'd like to talk about music if you don't mind. Uh, okay. Yeah, I just wanted. How old were you when you started out, and um, and at what point did you say to yourself, "I'm going to be doing this and and uh, for a living and and make it my life, and this is going to be awesome." Well, I. I I played piano. I started taking piano lessons when I was a girl, a young girl, a little girl, and then, um, well, then it was in. I took some guitar lessons when I was ten years old, and then, um, kept studying piano, 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 um, and it was kind of a drag. All the practicing, the piano was a little bit of like a slog, and I, I didn't know what I was going to do with it. And then, when I got into high school. I just got really into um, what they called post-punk or, I don't know, college rock? What are, what are sure. they called? Like um, early R.E.M., the first R.E.M. EP and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And and that's when I was like, I want to do this. Oh, my God. I, just, I, have, to, I have to play music. And um, I was really just discovering all of punk and post-punk and indie stuff. And, yeah, high school was like, when I realized I kind of had to, I had to do this, I had to make this my life. Did you, you? I'm sorry, Tommy. Did you know that you were going to be that I was going to be watching your videos on MTV? I mean, did that come as a complete shock that like you got to that point and uh, how how big things got, or were you like, well, I'm, I'm smashing this. I'm going to make this happen. How much money did they well, steal from you? <laughs> <laughs> what? How much did they steal from what? Go ahead. Man, <laughs> Ignore that question. I didn't. Ryan, wave I, me off. Um, yeah, um, um, it was like, um, well, you know, it's weird. It's like you have these dreams and, and really vivid fantasies of what's going to happen, but then part of you doesn't believe that any of it can happen. So you have to, it's like you're balancing this, what seems like a total fantasy, but also a really strong faith in what you're doing. And I, I never, I, I didn't know that I... I would be successful in any way. I just knew that I had to try to make music, and that that's what it was about for me, just like trying to make my musical vision come to life. That was the most important thing. And then whenever I'll, whatever other success I had in the business, that was just kind of um, that just kind of happened, and I wasn't I wasn't um, ambitious in terms of my career. I was ambitious in terms of my uh, work, I guess you would yeah, call right. it. Creativity and whatnot. Yeah, and so, but then again, some of my literal, literal dreams literally came through, like, it came to, came true, which is, I was weird, like, when you, well, you know, what, uh, what are those people like Oprah say, like, um, what do, what do they say? It's like, <laughs> if you can, if you can, what's that? You if, get a record deal. and you Believe it, you can achieve it. Yeah, if you can believe it, you can achieve it. So, or if you if you can envision it, you can, I don't know what the actual yeah. the exact words right. are. Was there? A, but was some of my actual <laughs> visions were things that played out. Envision later doesn't life. rhyme with with that many things. I don't think there was a. Yeah. I know. I don't, I don't remember. Was there? Was but there, you understand you the concept. Right? Yeah. No. Definitely. Totally. Yeah. Was there a level that like you you reached in your, earlier on in your career where you kind of felt that you achieved uh, what you were looking to do and or 
you know, a certain level of fame or, or acknowledgement, recognition? Like, did you arrive at some point? Did you ever feel that? Or just kind of, it's been one long journey? Or when you arrive at and that there, point, also, do you think, like, ah, crap, is this the best that's going to happen? Then the rest of it's, you know, I'm, it's, uh, you know. Well, yeah, it's never exactly what you think it's going to be. And yeah. I never, there was never one moment where I felt, like, definitively, like, I am here. I have arrived. I am successful. Yeah. No, um, it doesn't It was more like, like there are little moments along the way, like, um, where you have to stop and just appreciate how, the greatness of the moment. Like the first time I, just hearing my my song on the radio in a, in another city, driving from the airport yeah, to sure. wherever to get to the gig and turn on the radio and you hear my song on the radio. Moments like that were just like, wow, this is incredible. This is like, this is what it's all about. This is amazingly great. That's and, a good feeling. And then meeting some of my heroes. But just little moments like that are a great moment. Well, you still kind of do, do you still get starstruck by like a meeting, like you know, you're sitting in a room I, with Paul Westerberg, and you're like, ah, you know, whatever. At this yeah, point, well, like <laughs> like I said, I've known him for a lot of for decades yeah, now, yeah. probably, and but still, that when I was working on the I Don't Care's record, I I would you know we were in this basement room together, and he would be working on something, and I would just there were moments where I would say to myself like, this is. This is kind of a mind fuck, and and if 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 my teenage self could have seen this, my teenage head would have exploded. Yeah, sure, like, sure. <laughs> right, but now I have to like you know sleep in the studio for a couple of days and uh, eat combos, and it's not that romantic or, anymore. Or we're bickering about something. Right. Yeah, know, like, yeah. The the, <laughs> the the minutia of like recording, you know, can really get him. I'm not a big fan of recording. I'm like you know. This, this, oh, I love it though. You do, yeah. yeah, yeah. You prefer recording to playing live. I do, yeah. Do, I just yeah. think that I'm more, I'm better at it, and I'm more comfortable because um, there's so many factors out of out of my control when I'm on performing live. You can't, you can't control everything. Yeah, and once you get up there, it's like it's it's. It, it, there's a thing about about performing live. It's like uh, you have to have it ready, and it has to be this immediately. Or it's not. So and the crowd and the the crowd is um the unknown. You know, you never know what kind of ener- kind of energy you're going to get from the crowd or not get from the crowd, and right. that's a big that's a big always a big question mark. That's why you don't play locally. I always count the, count the Sam Adams bottles that fly at my head whenever I play <laughs> in Boston, and uh, that's how I rate the gig. I'm like, all right, I only got 20 Sam Adams Oh, really? Down. Is no. that bad? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I had a great time. We played Boston. Uh, I played there a couple times, and one time we played in the basement of a, a – it was like a drag club, and it was really cool because then at the end of the night, like the bars kind of closed like at midnight or 11.30 or something, and we're all – it was like us, like the band who played downstairs, and like – a bunch of drag queens were like all taking cabs together like hey how's it going <laughs> it's like a, a bunch of pros you know it was a lot of fun i like I that's nice yeah that is a nice, that's nice. i was um, asking that i was asking you before like so what are some of your favorite places to play in boston we never got an answer so oh that it's kind we of never like, got um, an answer <laughs> that's passive, I think what <laughs> go <laughs> I play ahead around <laughs> where um different places um the, like this time I've played a few shows in the past few months, and it's been places, um, like one place I'd never played called The Burren. It's a, a small kind of Irish Irish pub in, in um, Somerville. Mm-hmm. That was kind of fun. I'd never been there before. I I played the Sinclair a bunch of times in Cambridge. That's like a slightly bigger place. It's a great room. 
Yeah, they're really nice there too. They treat you well there, and um, just like some of the places, some of the fun places from the old days are gone. Like the Rat and TT the Bears are all kind of like not the same anymore, or they're not there anymore. What about the Middle East? Is that still around? Oh my God! You know, I don't even know. Yes, I think so, but um, I don't know. I don't go out anymore, so I don't really know. (laughs) I don't know what's happening. Do you still get Do you still get nervous before you play? Even like uh, you know, no matter what. Did you Do you ever get nervous? Usually, yeah. Like just playing the little this little Irish pub called the Burn a couple weeks ago, I felt like I was going to throw up. I felt nauseous. I was so nervous. And it was just just you. I didn't throw up. What? Was it just you by yourself? No, I had a band. We were playing my album Bed from start to finish because oh, it's wow, like yeah. the 20th anniversary ish of the album. And um, I was just like, I got really nervous. I I'm not sure why, but I was kind of queasy. I can't believe that. That's, I mean. Really? I get nervous every, every time. Yeah. yeah, but you're terrible. Yeah, doesn't everybody <laughs> get nervous? I, I think a lot of performers, even really seasoned pros who play big, big stages, get nervous, I think. What was uh, what was the biggest crowd you ever played for, and what was the the greatest show that you ever played? One of the biggest crowds is probably the Reading Festival one year when we played the big stage um, right. in Eng- in England. It was probably like nineteen nineteen ninety something. It was like um, Courtney Love was watching from the side and um, on stage when I played. It was it was that type of thing, like just like a lot of um a lot of bands that were big at the time and very really really big crowd really big crowd yeah. festival festival like like metallica <laughs> festival like you look at it, like 180,000 people jeez wasn't so- that it wasn't that soccer big. stadium god imagine <laughs> i put you know, another big one was um yeah it was in an actual stadium the hf festival you know the hf festival i think it mm-hmm. might still ha- might still happen yeah in um the What's that stadium? You know what I'm talking about, right? In England? Festival. No, no, no. This is in... Um, Watertown? DC or, DC or Philly? I don't even, so R- I don't even R- know. RFK Stadium? Oh, maybe RFK, yeah. Was it a ba- that was a big crowd. Baseball yeah. Nineteen. Yeah. That was another, like, 1990-something. So, comparatively speaking, when you got in front of those large crowds, were you nervous then, like, the, the way you were at the Irish pub, or was it a totally different scenario? Those are, those are kind of easier, because... Yeah. Um, you're farther away from the audience, and so... There's a disconnect, kind of. Yeah, like it's like it's though. almost like Everybody's the pressure's off because there's that distance. And and if it's, um, if it's a big place and it's indoors at night, sometimes the, the um, lights will blind you and you can't see the audience, and that was always really comforting to yeah. me to not have... Cause the, no, it's just because... No, I, it's not I that I don't love exactly. the audience. It's like just... If, when I make eye contact with someone in the crowd, oh, it always yeah. just like really flusters me and throws me off. Oh, and I hate I, being I, that I, person I, in the audience too. That because I feel like I'm totally oh, going to yeah. screw the performer up. <laughs> I, I always I, avoid that. I, I, re- can. I can relate to that a million times because when it, she's so right, I, you know, I agree with you. When the lights in your eyes, you can't see anybody. It's like staring at a wall. Now you could do what you don't have to worry about it. But yeah. seeing the people, yeah, it's, it's like, like wearing. A, um, it's like the freedom of wearing a mask. Like yeah. there's that protection of yeah. n- of not making that kind of intimate contact right. with someone. They, they, that's a feature, not a bug. But the, what they still haven't figured out is not making those lights like a million degrees, yeah. where like you're sweating while you're setting up. The, the lights are always hot. 
Can we get some yeah. other, some other kind of lights? <laughs> well, well, then, I'm, then I'm you have to bring the in the, um, the, fan, the, fan, the Beyonce fan. The fan. For you. <laughs> the personal fan. Right, you clip it to the cymbal stand or something. <laughs> yeah, or you put I'm, it down I'm, at your feet. Yeah, I think I have high blood pressure or something. I'm, well, and I'm always hot. And then I get on stage, I'm like, why am I doing this? I'm 43 years old. I'm, I'm, sweating, I'm sweating my ass off. Maybe that's why it. you guys like the winter so much, because you're musicians and you're used to the hot lights. So that and you that like leads me to better. my next question. Do you get hot on stage? <laughs> I, you know, when I was younger, when I was in the Blake Babies, um, playing bass in a trio, I used to sweat my ass off. Every, after every show, I'd be, my clothes would be drenched and my hair would be wet and... Um, but now that doesn't happen anymore, and I don't know if it's because I have a healthier diet or because I don't play as hard or I don't care as much. I don't know what it is, but I, <laughs> I don't have that problem on stage yeah. so much well, anymore. I think it's the diet. If you change your diet for a healthy diet, then you probably like your blood pressure went down. You're not as hot, totally. Yeah, like how how's your diet? Is that oh my god your problem? Jesus God, uh, absolutely. Yeah, and the drinking is part of it. I smoke cigarettes. Yeah, I think that's cigarettes. a big and Did diet you, is um, a factor. I think. Yeah. Did you used to smoke? I well, I smoked a little bit for for a few years. I I smoked, um, but then the day I turned thirty, I quit for good. Oh, yeah. good for you! I was yeah. going to ask yeah, you, how do you how do you do it? But I guess you weren't a heavy it smoker. It was just like so it was just the fear of um, uh, the fear, the fear. You know, I don't want to mess mess with my, I don't want to mess around with this stuff anymore with this poison anymore. Yeah. So, but I'm you, 30 now, you know, 30, I'm old, I don't want to mess around with my, <laughs> my old body. We're talking to a 30-year-old um, Juliana Hatfield. JulianaHatfield.com is the website you want to go to there and buy the uh, album. But, um, <laughs> that was great. So you don't, you don't drink alcohol anymore? No, I do sometimes, no. not not a lot. Right. I'm, uh, I'm a very, very moderate drinker. Um, it's like That's good, you can handle it. You can have to, You can have a glass of wine and go to sleep. I can't do that. It's like you you drink heavily. Do you drink a lot? Yeah, yeah. I think I'm. So you don't I, have well, to answer. I, I don't no, know why no, I asked you it. Know, I think. Um, no, uh, it's. A, I think. Uh, you know, I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know, well, it is what it is. I'm not gonna, you know, lying to myself. What's the, what's the point? Thank you for asking. Well, we yeah. all have things that we listen. I take a couple with. days off. It's a it's a, it's a constant. Um, it's a process. It's a lifelong process to yeah, try to it is. figure out what works for you. And it's not it's not easy. But you've not always easy. been able to do that since you were a kid. Like you know, you could have like a you know two drinks and call it a day. Well, my my problem has never been alcohol or drugs. I've been lucky that I have never. Yeah, I've never had those kinds of problems. Have you? And you've never. I don't really. I don't drugs? enjoy being drunk. I don't enjoy being drunk. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. So even in like doesn't feel good. Doesn't feel good, and it doesn't make me. It doesn't make me any less self-conscious. Right. What makes you feel good? What makes me feel good? Oh, just the normal things like um. <laughs> Clean bathroom, <laughs> fresh towels. Clean sheets, yeah, clean yeah. sheets on my bed. <laughs> Ceiling fans. Um, a bath, a bath on a cold night before bed, that kind of stuff. Yeah, my fiance loves that. Every night's a bath. It's her favorite thing. Oh, yeah? Her, well, listen, so if you, you should. Everyone should treat themselves to a bath because it's, you know, listen, life 
is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> and oh if you could God. just lie in the warm water for like even a half an hour, you know, and also make your bed every morning, that's why like you feel like a, if you lie in that bath, just don't. Eventually, you know, you start taking Percocets and sleep and living in the bathtub. Don't do that. But if you can, if you can give yourself a bath, do it. Thank you. I'm giving the. I'm this giving is live in the garage, right? You know, uh, my producer's giving me the. He's 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 doing the sign where you take your hand and like slice your throat, like yeah. cut it off. Yeah. He's telling you to you slice a, your throat. John. You have a producer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so he so he claims. We don't, it's just a, so you're a bath advocate. You're. A Bad vic- a bath advocate. I'm a bath advocate. <laughs> he actually, bad advocate. Yeah. He actually works in the produce section. I mean, you know, <laughs> what are we doing here? Treat yourself once in a while. What the hell, Juliana? You spoke earlier about uh, Blake babies. You get you, you get ever, out of the bath, you feel like a million dollars. Do you ever you ever revisit the catalog of the Blake babies? Do you ever play some of that stuff live or talk to those guys or no? We we played a few shows in the past um, past couple of years. We we did. We got together and. We did a show in um, Chicago. We did a show in Nashville and one in Birmingham. Oh, cool. Why those, so, why yeah, those cities? We, get, we do. Was it just uh, randomly selected cities, or why those cities? I was Birmingham, England. They wanted to go back to the birthplace of Black Sabbath. It's a really <laughs> No, Birmingham, Sabbath. Alabama, which is... Um, well, Nashville, was. we played there because John Strom, the guitar player, lives there. Hmm. And Frida, the drummer, lives in Chicago. Right. Yes. And so we were kind of, um, I guess that was why we played those cities, sure. I think. You played the Metro in Chicago? No, we did, um, we actually did a room in Evanston. Um, North of where, Which is right. Pop. What is it? Is it a suburb of Chicago? Or sorry, yeah, I think Chicago. so. Yeah, that's that's it's where, basically uh, Chicago. And Steve have his studio there before he moved to uh, Electrical Audio in the nineties. Mm. Oh no, I don't know. Yeah, the, maybe. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I I kind of don't follow his career. Yeah, listen. I, if he was addicted to you, next time I see that guy, I'm kicking. No, he, he was. I think he was addicted <laughs> to everyone. That was just his thing. Say you know? no more. Like I don't take it. I didn't take it personally. Right. Um, we don't. You I, no, I've never, I've never met the man, so I don't have any opinion. Well, I don't he's going to need something from me. <laughs> if he was a jerk to you, I'll tell you what, I'm going to take care of it. <laughs> no, that was just Say his, no more. That was like Listen, shtick, you know, that was his <laughs> I'll shove that letter up his ass. <laughs> he's, a, he's a nice guy. He's a sweetheart, but, you know, he's a little prickly, and he might be on the spectrum or something. I don't know. No, no, and I can totally I appreciate that. I like prickly people, actually. I yeah. prefer prickly people. Well, at least if someone's honest with you, that's way better than someone like pretending they like you. I guess it's true. I pre- I appreciate honesty. The whole time we're recording with him, we like we like. I'm thinking to myself, I know he hates my van, like he can't he can't like this, right? And it's so you you put that out of your mind. You right, know? he's playing words with well, friends he, while he's listen. He's he's an engineer and he's a professional. He's not going to tell you like I think this song sucks. It's just your, if your song sucks, it sucks. Yeah, it's his job. It's none to of his it, business. It's yeah. his job to get it on tape. <laughs> I'm like, this is going to be torture for this guy. He's going to hate <laughs> this record. <laughs> Juliana, do you have any any plans to play in New York City at all? Um, not at the moment, hmm. but something could come together. Um, but no, not not at the moment. No plan. Hmm. Well, is it? Go ahead. Playing live is, uh, is is you think playing live is like a a chore for you? Do you do you dread it? But then w- once you're up there, like you like it. But then, you... 
Do you not? I've look, really, look I've really to? mixed feelings about playing live, just because it's such a, it's such an unknown. You know, I ne- I, I never know how it's going to go, and I'm really self-critical, and so I'm always thinking about any little thing that doesn't go the way I wanted it to, or am I not exerting enough? physical energy or emotional energy you know i'm always like i'm always worrying about what i'm not doing right well, I, and, um, it's yeah. actually kind of pathological i think and even if it's it's a great show and it goes great that's like this one little thing you're like ah you know i, I, I clam this note i, I missed the yeah I, I you obsess the, on those yeah. little things right yeah, you well you shouldn't like, I mean, listen i do I, the same thing if I, one I, person says like oh your show sucks out of the twelve people who listen to this stupid thing, that's their that's like, their I, loss. I, I can't you know? sleep for like a week. Yeah, because so, I, I think you're terrific, and uh, I don't think you should ever ever be self critical of what you do because uh, I think what well, your music's been amazing. So, well, I mean, thank you. It's yeah. not a bad Juliana. This is Ryan. Song. This is Ryan, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, it's just they're just really diff- different. Li- live performance and making records are so such different art forms how me, long how long did it take you to make the uh the, the uh olivia newton john record was it was that? done in chunks so i don't have yeah. the exact number of days but it was probably a few weeks or even maybe like a month you guys did it different different studios and stuff and different at different time periods i did it all at um q division up here but it was it was not done in one big block of time it was like basic tracks and then a little bit of time off, and then some more, and then a little bit of time off, and then some more. And it was taking, it took longer than I thought it would, so I kept having to add a couple of days here, a couple of days there, and then and then I had this, um, I decided uh, I wanted to record Heart Attack after the album had been recorded, and so then it was like starting that song, setting up drums for me to record on, because the drummer had gone back home to New York, and... <laughs> Um, so it was just, yeah, that was drawn out a little longer than I expected. We have a, a question here from a listener. They were wanted to ask about your time on um, uh, my so-called life. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, me? Oh, good question, Tommy. Um, yeah. I mean, is there a specific question or just generally? <laughs> no, just like <laughs> no, ask a question, I mean, Tommy. For God's well, sakes, they were man. asking like you know how you got involved and uh, what was your experience like on doing that. They, the the people from the show sent me um, a few episodes on um, video cassette because it, it was before the show had actually aired on TV and um, so I, don't I, have a I TV. watched a few. What? You don't have a TV? <laughs> yes, she does. Yes, she does. I have a TV. This was back. Okay. This was back then. Also, um, it's a tape when everyone had. We all had TVs back then and VCRs. So I watched a few episodes and it was great. And then they. And this was when I was on Atlantic Records, so the TV people got in touch with me through my record company um, to ask me if I wanted to write a song for the Christmas episode. And and so that was how I first um, started talking to the the TV people, and they met me to talk about the song I, they wanted me to write. And And then after they met me, that was when they offered me the part of the character who would sing the song that I was going to write. So they initially they just wanted the song, but then after they met me, they asked me to play the part. And that's uh, how that what happened. Was, what was the character's name? It was, it was something goofy like, you know, 
I forget. I don't know if she, I don't remember if she had a name. She was a homeless angel. <laughs> so she might not have had a name, right. but I don't remember. But what was your reaction? Were you shocked at like the offer or were you just kind of like, oh man? You mean the acting offer? Yeah. Yeah, well, I was I was kind of excited and and nervous at the same time. I was like, can I can I pull this off? I didn't know, but they 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 were ABC TV people, so I figured like if they thought I could pull it off, they probably know because they're professionals. And I figured that with this team of professionals around me, you know, the director and all the other actors, they could they could um help me and they did they were all really helpful and really nice and they coached me and they and they were very um encouraging and so somehow i guess i pulled it off with their help you have to trust the, you have to trust those people they canceled cheers they know what they're talking about <laughs> it's like know, a right? boardroom full of but, dudes <laughs> no but they were but I, really cool people actually like winnie oh, holtzman and all the actors and um they're really they're really cool nice people and it was a really good show, I think. I did want to just get back to before Tommy, uh, uh, the uh, Libby Newton John thing. Was it? I want to ask you one thing about recording that, and uh, the thing I wanted to ask was this: <laughs> Do you feel like uh, belting it out is like? Have you been? You haven't really been able to do that, maybe in the indie rock kind of setting, and then just to do it in like a crooner, belting it out was that like something that was fun? Like, wow, I never really got this. Just nail like that when hopelessly devoted to you climaxes, you know that's the epitome of of of, of vocals. Thank you. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's a different kind of singing than than I do on my own. I guess. Um, Is it fun so, about the night? You're like Frank Sinatra. You sound like you know. It's like just it's fun to be Frank Sinatra for a day, or Libby Newton John for a day, and just like croon it out. Oh, well, I did what I could with with the tools Sounds I have. Sounds awesome. Um, so it was it was fun. It was hard though because my voice is um, I have limitations as a vocalist, and I'm really good with melody. Like I can carry a tune really well, but my the power is a little less than optimum. So it was it was challenging to sing these melodies, but. But yeah, it was fun and it was exciting. Do you have any more um, artists that you'd like to cover like that, kind of up your sleeve, or something you kind of been fantasizing about to do, or no? Julia Hatfield sings Tom Jones. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I kind of have this um, dream of doing um, a Phil Collins cover. Oh, <laughs> that'd be cool. I'm not kidding. I'm not yeah. kidding. No, I know. Um, and think- now I've got I've given my idea away. So. You think you could pull it off? <laughs> I've come around. I know I could, yeah. Like the older There's you so get, great songs. yeah. I mean, those are those are hits. Those are those are well-written tunes, man. Yeah, there, I think it would be. This is um, fun. A, thank you for the exclusive. Um, <laughs> Julianne Hatfield will be recording a, a new record of Phil Collins songs. You heard it here first. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> nah, it's just a, it's just a dream. It's just a dream I have. Maybe someday. You got to do against all odds. Well, you remember Please. before when you're trying to motivate everybody, uh, you know, if you turn your dreams into reality, you already did the uh, this album. What, you know, if you can, what's if you can um, believe it, you can achieve it. That's right. Or whatever. <laughs> Will you be playing? <laughs> if you do the album, you have to play the drum fill uh, yourself, right. I think, just to, you know, for fun. What's the, the what, in, the, in the air tonight? Yeah. I mean, it's iconic. Yeah. 
And I like feel it, they're like, this is about your friend who you saw drown the guy. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I love that he just Phil Collins stonewalls all that stuff. And people like that. He's like, I don't know what you say. What do you mean? Well, what do they say? You're, um, what's, there's some really good advice that is like, don't. No, wait. Never, never complain. Never explain. <laughs> That's it. That's it. It's good and advice. You're full of it tonight. Words, words to live by. I wish I could have followed that advice <laughs> more, better. Well, Juliana Hatfield, we were talking to her, and uh, I'm gonna. Uh, she's followed some bad advice tonight and done this interview. We appreciate it. <laughs> um, Come on. Uh, it, it's so cool of you to call in and uh, to talk to you is amazing, and uh, I, I can't uh, thank you enough. Well, you're welcome. Thanks for inviting me Anytime. to your garage. Yeah. Is there anything you want to plug besides uh, julianhatfield.com uh, where you can buy these uh, all sorts of different forms of uh, this record? Nah, I don't think so. Okay. American, so you can also buy it at American Laundromat, and that's where you can get the, um, I think you can still get the exclusive 7-inch that is not available digitally. Right. With <laughs> me, which has um, me playing drums on Heart Attack. I think I opened the interview with complaining about Th- th- there was a non-digital formats. format of a record I don't know what I'm talking about. So thank you. <laughs> well, Juliana, what an idiot. I've screwed up my whole life. <laughs> Big dummy. Juliana, if you're ever in Queens again, uh, let us know. You can stop by and check out this uh, glorious barrage she, over here. She said she's not leaving I would, the house. I would love to visit the garage. I will be in touch. That'd be uh, great. <laughs> that sounds good. Thank you so much, and uh, I hope All everything's right. going good, and uh, I really appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thanks, you guys. Okay, Thanks, Juliana. Juliana, take care. Bye. Thank Talk you, soon. Bye. Bye. Oh, my God. We just talked to Juliana Hatfield on the yeah, phone. Yeah. Right? I think I screwed that whole thing interview up. That's okay. These things happen. You put your own special mm, touch on it, John. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Wow, what a, what a legend that was. We yeah. just you know, I, all day I'm going, it'll be fine. I th- And I botched it. <laughs> oh, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, that's rock and roll. <laughs> I suck. <laughs> Let's give it up for Juliana. Yeah. yeah. Juliana Hatfield, everybody. Go to yeah. julianahatfield.com, which uh, this interview will be on the front page tomorrow. <laughs> of the post. <laughs> I don't know break. why I, go the I ever decided to do this. <laughs> How stupid am I? Six years of this shit. Huh? an idiot. No. Juliana Hatfield rules, by the way. She was amazing. She thought you were charming. And, uh, you know, is that weird, like, do I talk? I, I this is what I hate about it. I talk to women differently, right? When I interview, yes, that's fucked up, right? Mm. But not in a, in a the way you think you do. It's a in a you're not you're not condescending. That's for sure. I uh, jeez, I hope not, man. Because I I you know I it's know a, there's a difference. I can tell. I can I, tell you yeah. really wanted her to like you. Yes, but also in a way that like uh, th- no, I drive I down to Queens uh, and not, not like Ryan, but like to scoop you like, off your feet and take you back to Massachusetts. No, I mean I'm a guy, a voice on the a ghost voice <laughs> on the radio. Who would she care? I don't. You know. hmm. I didn't care I also about think that. she she didn't know what to expect. I don't want to make a goddamn fool of myself or something like that. Uh, <laughs> I think she didn't know what to expect in that. Also, right. maybe she got thrown off by like. No, I think the interview is great, man. Yeah. I'm saying I kind of suck. No, I wouldn't. I, I, it was a joke. All right, we, we've spent too long on it. Boy, Thank you. Yeah, don't harp. <laughs> Let's hear some rutabaga. It's funny though when you <laughs> we watch a man break down in the air. Go fuck yourself. Six years and and, and I'm breaking down the air, and everyone's fucking sitting at home and laughing. Why don't you go work a zoo and stop bothering <laughs> you, motherfuckers? <laughs> fuck you. 
to take the Patreon off the air. I'm done. Where's Mario? I want somebody to kick. <laughs> I'm going to adopt a dog. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Live from the Rod Radio. Fuck you! Kiss my ass!
Listen, I can't do the show unless someone grabs me, like, a beer, please. Thank you. Does anyone have any water? Any <laughs> water. Of friends has one tradition. Yeah, one tradition with this group of friends. Lemon water. Hey, what's up there? Look at this. I can't believe it. Wait, a wait. shot of a fucking Wow, well, Mario, baby. your mic's off? I can't believe it. I think, oh, uh, no, it's on now. Damn it. Oh, sorry. That was oh, my mistake. <laughs> I bring you pizza shirt. Thank you. I heard and Juliana then, was the bomb. You did a good yeah, job. Juliana. <laughs> Juliana? We had Rudy Juliana on the show earlier. Oh and, my uh, God. Believe me, he's got. He blew some minds. I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> hey. He's going to, you know, I don't think the president knows what Juliani's doing. Juliani Hatfield. We don't have to worry about her listening because she doesn't have an <laughs> internet. Juliana Hatfield. Juliana Hatfield, the uh, James Hatfield Rudy Juliani hybrid. Yeah. Uh, the FBI every had day the, the president's like I don't know what this is and Giuliani comes out there he's like the president knows already he's like what are you doing he got ran over by a petty cow and they're, yes. he's so stupid they don't even know it's, it's it's the craziest shit I've ever seen in my fucking life Tommy Rockstar what's in the news whoa whoa, whoa. I want to hear it from these two guys what's going on yeah, where the hell were you guys we, we were, were drinking game. with Aton Mertzky ah friend of the show Aton you kept buying a shot some blind drunk no no <laughs> he bought himself Aton? a sweater yeah. Who was the third? It was cold at the game. Who was the third wheel? Who was the third swinging dick? It was E. Tan. Did you ever get rid of that ticket? Because whenever you posted spam and chooches, Ross, York, I deleted, deleted it right away. You, know you why? did it twice. I deleted it. Right. I was suck, on top John. of that shit. No, you suck. That's your Listen. ticket. It's your shirt. Yeah, I know. I don't give a shit. I That's told it. the man when There's I no got there. There's no spam on the chooch group, man. Oh, You're out. Listen, when I don't got tell there, me to shut up. You better. I had an extra ticket now because I back, couldn't. My friend. Nobody wanted. I was giving it away. Nobody <laughs> oh, wanted it. Never sold it, Mario. So I told Keep the man, distance. my father is 80 years old. It's too cold. He wants a shirt. How loud is it? Oh, man? so you use the extra ticket to get <laughs> yeah. the shirt? So I said, can I? Do I have to come in twice, or are you just going to give me two shirts? <laughs> if this, and he gave uh, me two shirts. Look at and that, John. John, you are my father. Uh, <laughs> Listen, I, I, I do not recognize the gift. 
I'm gonna screw yourself. You you made me buy the tickets. I knew a shirt was coming anyway. I am not. This does not sway my uh, decision at all from firing you, John, Pete. What, he, what he's saying is he wants his money for I'm both the shirt. No, I don't want no money for the shirt and the ticket. I didn't take any money from Aton, and Pete bought me a beer. Thank you, Pete. I only drank one beer. I'm pretty sober. Oh, and that was like pulling teeth. I'm pretty sober. Pretty so. Well, did the Mets yeah. win? Yes, yeah, it was a good win. Yeah, I was hoping to. I was the only game that I ho- was hoping we'd lose. So you could, I was shoving up your ass. <laughs> Thanks <laughs> a lot, Benedict. That's Arnold. why we won because you wanted to lose you your. Ever see, you ever see that Brady Bunch with the Benedict Arnold, cousin me. Oliver? That's you, traitors. I wonder how Mario would have interviewed Juliana Hatfield. That's right. Listen, I would have hung. I would uh, not research. I know she's frisk. good, but I did not research because I knew I would not be here. All right. John, I want you to poo-poo over this. You poo-poo over the game. How how many innings did DeGrom go? Seven? Seven. Yeah. He did nice. good. He That's struck good. out the sides a few times. Yeah. But gave listen. Up, gave he, up he, one. He struck out the side a few times. Gave up one and something. good. I want you to shit all over this, John. Oh, he gave up a run? Did you God get my it. email, John? I don't know. Did you send it like it within a voicemail? With a pigeon carrier? T- yeah. <laughs> I put it on a... An, uh, Hello, this is Mario. I'll Ooh. send you a text. That's his voicemail. <laughs> So, Mary, what do you got for us to shit on? I sent you the email. Did you not get it about the schwitzing, the schwitzing on Norwegian no, cruise line? No, I didn't line? look. I don't look at my email that often. Mario Asara at copyserve.com. I have... Mario I, Bro. That's right. his email. I have, uh, <laughs> like, you know, Tommy Rockstar and, uh, you know, Pete, Traveling Pete on the like VIP list, and that's it. <laughs> The only well, two guys going to be like, oh, I just got... Not so, no Gene more. Sim- I, ain't, yeah. I just met Gene Simmons. He's coming on the show this week. Well, what would you say <laughs> like Vinnie Vincent, I told bro. you... Yes. $160 is coming in a check your way, sir. For what? For what? For us schwitzing on the Norwegian cruise line. Ryan? Oh, you got a refund? You got nothing because you didn't pay for the schwitzing. I'll never see that money if it comes in the mail. My old lady will snatch it up before I... Yeah, no, yeah. it's in your name. John, because I told me... That doesn't make a difference. That doesn't matter. <laughs> she has power of attorney. Wait, Mario, let me ask you a question. You petitioned the Norwegian people so hard that you got them to refund you? First, they gave not me even a $25 the, credit. Not even He's driving the boat next week. <laughs> they gave the Nor- not even the Norwegian. Listen to they this. gave me a twenty-five dollar credit. I said that's not enough. He says, "Well, you have to address the the spa people." So I emailed them directly. But this is months later. I said, "Sorry, it's so late. I've been busy," and I told him I had two staterooms for the Norwegian Cruise Line gem, and <laughs> my complaint <laughs> centers around room? the miscommunications the I received before I booked. <laughs> right again when I bought it and while I'm bored. I like to use a steam room. Imagine you're the person who picks up the phone <laughs> yeah, listening to this fucking shit. How many times the word like, Schwitz autocorrect you know, in his email? Yeah. I like to use you're a steam room. You're going to work room. at 6 o'clock in the morning. You're like, I make 5000 an hour. I'm going to kill myself. And then this motherfucker calls. I got 25 And you're like, well, bucks. that seals it. John, and off the bridge you go. They sent Living us $320 back. Wow. Each. How many at, hours of work did it take you to get that? It took, so, it took some time, but you know, yeah, nothing. I'd like, like to not donate that back into the... Um, Patron. You know, whatever no. gets you to shut up. 150. When, no. when we go back on the cruise, we'll get the steam room on the new I'm never cruise. going on another cruise. I've John, had enough. We schwitz for free. <laughs> we schwitz for free. <laughs> Mario, can I hear? I want to hear the letter. I, that they I made it a special for yeah. you, Mr. Mario. Masaro, eat. I asked the cruise happy, specialist happy. and the spa specialist before I booked if there was there a, a steam room for the, the passengers. Poor, right. I was mean, told like the person it was part of the spa <laughs> package, <laughs> the poor spa and I could pay $169. That's what they do when they we hire the hard people. They give them a title. Like you're going to be the spa specialist. Give out $25 vouchers to old people. And we're going to pay you on a half a lobster. Every, on, every week, and you live, said, bo- live below I deck, just use the steam room? shitting in a bucket. And they Be said, no, you have job. to pay for the package. 
Pour well, a, I'm a waiter, wait, waiter or a waitress on a cruise. I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to try to learn magic as quick as I can to move up to the next crappy room where the magician lives. This is, Maybe you get the buffet. This is how I got him. On the second to last day when I went to the gym, I was shocked My penultimate to day. find a steam room Do in the Do you know gym. that this freaking Changing spa area. story has been going on for like seven weeks of this freaking show? Right. Live from the broad here. I'm ready to go. Nope. What do they say to you? 18 I'm past sure, the hour. Quack, I'm quack. sure the spa quack, people quack. knew about quack. it. And they just chose to lie to my face. How's that go? Does this is that, I said, that's unacceptable, and I expect a full refund. And we got it, John. $320 coming to us. Cha-ching! Congratulations, Mario. You've, yeah. you've made the big time. <laughs> Two weeks of work got you 300 bucks. That's what he does. He wears them down. This Imagine was nine months ago. He oh. complains his way out of everything. People are like, just like, I told the story a million times. We, he almost ran over like two cops, and we're both drinking beer. And like, he doesn't care. And the cops are like, you can't go through here. And he's driving around them like, fuck you. And he's waving to them going, I have to go to the bar. I have to go to the bar. <laughs> Honesty is the best and, policy. And the cops like just get worn down. They're like, all right, just go, motherfucker. Like, you know, Let's go, Pops. After tonight, a while, they're like, just go. Tonight, This Pete, guy's too much. We snuck down to the field level, and Pete just snuck in really smooth. And now me and Eton are standing there. And Eton. Eton. You guard, don't even know him. He's your best friend. The guard huh? is standing there. What's your son's name? It's like I was in a big brother so, group. Steve? Eton, Coven. Eton is like, <laughs> well, what are we going to do? I guess we'll just stand here. I said, Eitan, let me talk to the guy. I take my tickets out. I said, look, buddy, I have ADA Look, buddy. Look, Chief. Palo. It's freezing up there. My look friend here, is man. sitting down, down here. I point to Pete. I said, can we just go down and join him? And the guy said, go ahead. And we just walked right down to the field level. Pete, you got us great seats. Thank I you. I know. That's how, that's how I roll. Nice Pete, the Pete. Seat. Yeah. The seat. The truth. <laughs> Plus wearing them down, the truth and wearing them down will. I'm so win. worn down already. <laughs> yeah, you can have whatever you want, Mario. Yeah, just go ahead. Just I'm, glad you back. <laughs> Ryan, I'm glad you're back. Ryan, I'm glad you're back. I'm not back. I'm done. <laughs> Under protest. I'm Listen, I, 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 I had to enlist Ryan, and thank God he stepped up to now the plate I, and helped me out because he I'm felt bad for me. I'm here all night long. I'm like, hey, you know, this is pretty good. I'm happy. And then yeah. you walk in the door. It's Ryan. just like, oh, uh, I just, now I remember. It's just, it's just yeah. me and, like, Hula Ham. Oh, I was sitting here drinking a butt remember. heavy. It's horrible. Ryan, I'm so. going to your child's children's play. Did you, book, <laughs> did, you, did, you pu- did you publicize it? No. I'm going Sunday. We'd like to plug uh, Ryan's child. Are you going Sunday? Play. I'm going to see Annie. He's going to sneak in yes. his seat. At, uh, at three o'clock on Sunday with Sophia. How much are the tickets and how many? Uh, are they like a hot dog? Well, how many have you resold? A ticket is eighteen, but if you tell me you're a his senior, it's filling his pockets with packets. <laughs> Ten equity. Yeah. Are you a senior? I am a senior. Wait a minute, Mary. Did you actually ask for a senior? A, what, what college are you gonna go to, Mary? Did you ask for a senior discount for his child's play? No, it was uh, it was publicized when you went to buy the tickets, but then I couldn't. So Pete, how you doing, man? I'm hanging in, man. I'm good. <laughs> I can't complain. <laughs> yeah, a good fucking. You heard it up for this guy. You I spent was... the whole night with Mario. Yeah, it was like talk. I was in a Big yeah. Brother Little Brother program. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> they must be looking at me like what? Uh, no, that's cool. Enough about me. Tell it's, me about it's the nice play, what Ryan. you do for you. I got there early. I went to McFadden's for about an hour. Oh, big mistake. I got a seat. It was cool. You didn't get you didn't get eighty sixth. Kept it myself. I, I tell you, I was walking home today. I thought about you because I, <laughs> I saw somebody get tossed. Oh no! Oh. You know, it was an emergency. I didn't. Th- I thought everything was fine. I got off the train. And by the way, when you when you're taking the train home from work, what tra- emergency on the train? The whole train's filled with Mets fans. It's like I hate oh, the Mets. The worst. Then so, and then, usually I get on the way back when they're really drunk. But uh, yeah, there was an emergency, so I went and Dunkin' Donuts where Pete. Got eighty six. I got thrown out of there. What? So, but I noticed last time that they just kept the key on the counter. 
So I walked in like I like owned the owned place. The joint. Nice. I fucking grabbed the giant spoon <laughs> the with the key and I went straight in there. <laughs> and I took a crap. No, oh, I couldn't make what? it. I couldn't make it. It was either that or, or, or go in the beer Wait, distributor. Are you on antibiotics from that thing? What are you, a cop? Because that would make you fucking have to fucking drop a fucking... Breathe into this tube. You would have to drop weight and Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, well, that's a problem. You know, I don't know. I don't want to get into it. I don't like the poopy talk, but I'll tell you, I had to stop. Where was the worst So I I, I know the Dunkin' Donuts bathroom is is pretty clean. I got to say. But after you wash your hands, you don't want to touch that giant spoon again because everyone who touched that key is a fucking disgusting bastard. You just took a shit. You should attach it to a bottle of hand sanitizer. I bought a small coffee. I go, what's going to be a dollar? Dollar ten. Right? So I go, give me a small coffee. I grabbed the key and ran into the bathroom. <laughs> Gotta buy something. I came back out. She had a small coffee. You know what? A small coffee? The thing's like this big. It's in the paper cup. Six yeah. ounces? Yeah. Eight yeah. ounces? Dollar like ten. Dixie cup. $2.38. No. I swear to God. I threw the coffee at the woman and we're in litigation. <laughs> that's not a coffee. That's a demitasse. No, it's like $2. Dollar, it's a dollar ten, man. No, dude. I have. I, Maybe you had listen. an espresso. <laughs> I have the receipt. <laughs> I left the coffee on the table and went to the beer distributor. You guys know what time it is? What time is it? It's 10.23. After the hour. Give me the news. Got Huey Lewis and the news. Oh, yes, I thought was, Tommy was out today. That was the same key I launched into the ceiling. <laughs> In a rage. I'm just recording Colette in background. I feel like that one is, 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 uh, is deliberate. Uh, you know, subterfuge. Well, it's funny you say that, Matt right. Sweeney, but the Trump talk. Come on, talk on, on the news for two seconds. So, if I may add to the news. Please. Yes. So, so here's another news story, that, and, and, and this is Tommy Rockstar's news. Tommy Rockstar. Tommy Rockstar's bullshit. Every time I do an interview, a guy wants to open his fucking mouth. Tommy, what's in the news, man? That's our research. What you got? (laughs) Well, the story (laughs) is blasting. (laughs) Fucking shit. (laughs) Dateline, Chicago. Go ahead, Tommy. Hit them all. Smash them all again. (laughs) There's so many. I'm running out of pages. This story is blasting out of uh, our neighbors up in Canada. World News Headquarters in New York City. (laughs) This is the TRNN News Report for the week of April 27th. Or I'm your host, yeah. Tommy Rockstar. We just got to adjust <laughs> the date there. Yeah, it's in the can in California. May, May 19th. <laughs> Good evening, and welcome to TRNN News. Go ahead, Tommy. <laughs> this story is out by of the bed. way, everything you guys say is on. We can hear you, and it's going to be on. recorded by the FBI. These microphones are uh, like uh, they're hot. Ca- cardioid or something. I don't know what. Ladies, else. get on the mic or get off. Get out of the garage. <laughs> Ryan so will tell on. you about the technical things later. The story is come blasting. On, cuddle with me, wives. Out of Canada. <laughs> hey, Jesus, hey. Workers Watch at your fucking mouth. Workers at a Tim Hortons <laughs> restaurant in Vancouver, Canada, had a also rough day. wipe the corners of your mouth. You disgusting. Had fuck. a rough day at work this Monday <laughs> as they were forced to uh, deal. <laughs> With an irate customer who chose to throw her feces at the staff in a yeah, bizarre context. I knew contest. you were going to lead off lead with this <clears throat> poopy story, man. The uh, unidentified woman was apparently so incensed about something Tim Horton's employees did or didn't Hort do sounds. that she dropped her pants, took a dump on the floor, picked it up, and threw it at staff. Yeah, now d- you d- would have my poopy. <laughs> <laughs> I got to buy something to use the can. Have my yeah. poopy. Well, that's why I brought it up. <laughs> like a monkey at the zoo? Dan Dar- I like Dan Dara on Facebook po- uh, postulating that... Uh, there's no way she's it was she was the drunk the because the shit was too solid. He knows. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> but then I, 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 I counteracted with um 
you know, maybe she's on uh, opiates, and if you're on opiates, that'll that'll solidify you back up, stop you up, stool, okay. stool harder. Speaking from an expert, and it's like so a you know, like next thing you know, you're a Palestinian throwing rocks. The woman then grabbed some napkins to wipe her ass, Thank you. and then threw those at the staff too, and then walked out. Oh, Bernard! According to video footage, this pissed uh, the pisser. According to video footage, the pissed pooper got into an argument with staff, who asked her to leave the premises. In response, the woman then defecated on the floor. Never had it hold. The baffling confrontation occurred around 6.15 p.m. Some people call it a Kaiser blade. It, uh, in Langley City, as confused customers looked on. Called a sling blade, Bernard. The argument uh, reportedly began after a staff uh, at, at the restaurant told a woman she could not use the bathroom. This is the stupidest show in history. <laughs> staff appeared to calm the customer When down. is the alligator coming in the air? It's coming. <laughs> All right, Why isn't this in Florida? Is there gonna be, if there's not an alligator at the royal wedding, I will jump across this bar in Australia. <laughs> Tommy, just go right to Florida. <laughs> That's coming. The next king of England. <laughs> fucking crocodile. <laughs> rubbing Me, rubbing ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Crocodile. The assailant uh, named Janice Poopy Pants. <laughs> Tim, <laughs> yeah, her father's going to come. And oh, alligator. King Alligator. Uh, Tim Hortons <laughs> spokesman uh, Keith Wellington told TNN, "Quote: Our understanding is that the Correct team member, drawn, bro. the teeth, the team member used their teeth member alligator, <laughs> alligator, more alligator. Stop it! <laughs> I can't stop it. I love the swamp. <laughs> the team member, you gonna play Jerry Reed now? Uh, <laughs> That's all I got left. Cause the alligator better. Used uh, their best discretion in this case and." This isn't even about alligators. When you're hot, you're hot. Oh, it's always about alligators. When you're not, you're not. <laughs> and, uh, Louisiana law going to get you, Amos. And denied access to this guest based on her past behavior and out of concern. Of we denied her access on her past behavior. Black coffee, Jim Horton. <laughs> law officers were uh, eventually called to the store and arrested the woman in the parking lot. Mm. Prosecutors are now <laughs> considering what charges, if any, to bring against the woman. There ain't no charge in the Louisiana by you. No, go, you gotta law, go. No, it's law offices <laughs> here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and I shouldn't a, be saying this. With a court date to be set later. <laughs> I'm glad they... After all this, they're going to set the date late for later. Yeah, the Canadians don't even like, know Let's get do. this over with now. <laughs> they told me to my face there was no sauna. <laughs> At the Met game. You got to watch out. Those alligators jump up the drain in the sauna. They like the humidity. All right, this next story doesn't have alligators, but it has other animals. All right, uh, so you're happy? Whoa. Okay, go well, on. Listen, right. it better have uh, some kind of reptilian dinosaur. All right, here we go. This story's out of Oklahoma. Mm-mm-mm. <clears throat> <clears throat> A woman in Oklahoma died last week after being attacked by a rabid pack of dachshund dogs. Yeah, I heard there's a bunch of small dogs, like ganged up. Hot dog coming out. Ganged up, and they just nipped at her, nipping at her legs. Tammy Garcia. That's fucking crazy, man. Tammy Garcia. You know, it's not funny. Somebody fucking died. I know. I read the fucking article. I read every news article every day, Tommy. I I know exactly what's coming. I'm a news junkie. Junkie. I'm what you call a wonk. (laughs) Tammy Garcia, age 52, was apparently killed in an attack coordinated. She had a good run. Tammy, man. Coordinated by seven of the tiny dogs. (laughs) Coordinated. They're busy planning it out with the glasses and (laughs) blueprints. A bunch of dachshunds in Oklahoma. Way late on everything. Near her Best home. Name was Moses was a Cajun. <laughs> he lived by himself in the swamp. He hunted alligator for living. He just knock him in the head with a stone. <laughs> the Louisiana law gonna get you, Amos. <laughs> it ain't legal to alligator down in the swamp. Thank you, sir. Uh, of course. 
This according to Get County to the Sheriff Fireworks Factory. Chris Bryant. Uh, <laughs> the, the local sheriff told TRNN in a phone The local sheriff told TRNN in boy. <laughs> you know the sheriff in this song like goes into the bayou to to get Amos this and he true. never come out. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, right, ready? What's in the next verse? Groceries. A man that call. Call him Amos Moses. Yeah, yeah. Ha. Now all the folks around South Louisiana said Amos was a hell of a man. He could trap the biggest, the meanest alligator, and just use one hand. That's all he got left. Cause the alligator bit it. Left arm gone, clean up to the elbow. Just the left arm gone. Oh, there it is. He never came out again. I wonder what the, where the Louisiana sheriff went to. She could show get lost in the Louisiana Bayou. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> they fucking drowned the sheriff. He got skinned. Well, according <laughs> to the upside down. I like the vagueness. You could show get lost in Louisiana. According to the sheriff, he said that the no one rats. Life is good in the swamp, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm thinking. Swamp takes what it calls thinking, its own. Yeah. I'm not so damn with the humidity, but I always like Solomon Grundy. I, you know, I've, I've always <laughs> since Superman I was a... can fight anybody once, but he goes to the swamp <laughs> to fight Solomon Grundy. <laughs> Solomon Grundy gonna kill Superman. <laughs> Solomon Grundy, <laughs> the guy who wrote that book about the Quran. That's Solomon Grundy, different guy, different Solomon. Yeah. According to the sheriff, <laughs> ever since sheriff I was a young boy, I always dreamt of hitting an alligator in the in the <laughs> on the top of head with a log. <laughs> According to the sheriff, the crazed canines. Mm, we never could see him no more. No, the crooked sheriff. Wait a swamp. So easy to get lost in the Louisiana Bayou. According to the sheriff, the crazed canines weighed less than thirty pounds, uh, but crazed canines uh, each, but did not have a criminal record. One dog, nicknamed Chomper by locals, was <laughs> shot. I didn't make that up. Was shot dead on arrival by law officers after it charged the policeman. Yeah, I had a good old dog shooting. Jamboree over there. After that, we uh, we haven't shot our weapons in twenty years. This is gonna rule. There's just pegging <laughs> dogs. Blowing a dachshund. Up. They Popping. shot a dachshund to attack him. Ever shoot a hot dog? Uh, <laughs> while the rest, of, while the rest of the pesky pooches uh, were euthanized <laughs> at a local animal shelter. <laughs> a death knell of a dog. This, according to the local radio station KTMZ, the Bone. Uh, neighbors were flabbergasted oh. by the incident, <laughs> with one man only giving his first name as Herbie, telling Tiernan, "Quote." Um, that he had no idea dachshunds could kill anything, never mind a person. Well, yeah, he's, well a, he's, he's afraid of the dachshund mafia. You, you get him in a bad mood, they'll chomp your balls Make off. Make him hungry enough. We'll have more on the stories that develop. They're, they're like the, the uh, cartel. <laughs> this next story is out of uh, North Dakota. <laughs> That's not Florida. Does anyone else read that story and be like, you know, yeah. I feel really bad <laughs> saying it, and like 10 years ago, I would have had no problem, but like now I'm like, but still, there's something in the back of my mind going, you fucking got eaten by a bunch of small dogs. Like, I mean, go down fucking fighting. It's a 30 pound rat. Mm, Something's yeah. not right there. Maybe she's in a wheelchair or something. She Something's said, wrong. People jumped on some kind of sensationalized. Those are fighting dachshunds, man. Yeah. <laughs> Hanging off the goddamn tire. They're all chasing. Swimming. Yeah. Trying to get its muscles up. Uh, That's how you avoid. You know, detection. If you raise Dotsons, nobody's like, ah. It's yeah, a Whitey fights Dotsons. Right. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're in Levittown's with a with a ring. Mary, you ever owned a small dog? I had a beagle. 
Beagle. What? Beagle. What was its name? Snoopy. <laughs> really? Original. <laughs> I had a rabbit. I got Lassie out back. He had a rabbit snowball that he let go in no, Alley Pompon. Before Snowball, there was Bugs Bunny. <laughs> and then your grandfather ate him right in front of you, didn't he? <laughs> barista. We did eat him for Thanksgiving. That's so fucked up, man. <laughs> it's good meat. The U.S. Air Force is asking. Pinchy would have wanted it this way. The U.S. Air Force is asking citizens to help them find explosives uh, that the, their division can't account for. They're still in Air Force? Apparently. According the to Chair Force. According to TRNM reports, <laughs> the U.S. Air Force's 91st Missile You're Command... closing down a statue in Lubbock, Texas. At Mino Thank Air Force Service. Base, a division that protects U.S. nuclear missile facilities from attacks. You know that like people, everyone in my high school is like, I'm going to join the Air Force, and everyone thinks... You know, you know like one, there's like one pilot... And 500,000 jerk-offs. Coast Guard's right You're not now. flying yeah, the plane. Exactly. Right. Has accidentally lost a cache of MK-19 automatic grenade launcher munitions during a shipment between testing sites. Munitions? How mm. does that go missing? It's crazy. Despite an munitions is my favorite rush song. <laughs> Despite an intensive search, search by Air Force personnel, they have munitions. not located the boom makers. In uh, the concert halls, munitions. This according to reports by Subway Walls. In Lubbock, Texas. Conform or be cast out. Munitions. Thank you. This according to reports by Senior Lieutenant Commander Phil S. Diller. Uh, Commander Diller <laughs> Who's the tells... the Junior le- Lieutenant Commander? Does he have the same name as that guy? <laughs> uh, Commander Diller tells Tyrion, quote, My airmen were traveling on gravel roads in North Dakota on Big May 1st. Phil S. Diller. Thank you. Uh, when uh, the back of the hatch of their vehicle opened, and a got container more rinds than Phil S. Diller. <laughs> Phil S. Diller, that's right. Uh, a container filled with explosive ammunition fell out. It's a damn shame, and we're going to get to the bottom of this. Oh, I get it. <laughs> like Phil S. Diller, the comedian. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> on May 11th, <laughs> the, the Air Force sent more than 100. Live from the barrage, radio. Nope. All the Phil S. Diller references. Tune in every week. No. 100 airmen to walk the entire six-mile route. Next week, Tommy Roxler. Where the grenades were probably lost, but after two weeks of searching, the box is still missing. Ah, fuck that I do with those fucking grenades. You know, (laughs) I I still have my wallet, funnily enough, but those are the one things I shouldn't have lost because it's very dangerous. You know that munition? Yeah, I don't know where that went, man. Crumb crisp. Put you in charge of the bombs. One job. The Air Force said one job. I lost 10 bombs. I, I got fucking drunk. The Air Force says it I'm does in the not union, though. It's cool. consider the missing grenades a criminal matter <laughs> and is now offering a reward of $5,000 for their return. Anyone Five with, grand? Yeah. You can sell them for more than on, on eBay. Uh, yeah, that's when, like two of those grenades. Yeah. Anyone, it's like two Daryl Strawberry autographs on your chest. <laughs> on your fucking Tommy nine X bill. Well, they, had the, they had the Dwight locker room in McFadden's, <laughs> by the way. Like his locker is in Oh, no, I know. I sat in it. Yeah, yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. Anyone with information on the explosives in there, that'd be cool. should contact the Air Force Office of Special Investigations. This is important. Anyone with information. What, like us? At the, there's an off- how much money how you can know I get for this, Tommy? Way too much money in the military. What is that? What is that office? I'll be writing them an email. Five thousand, Mary. That's it, real. It's the air. So I'm not making up. The Air Force Office of Special Investigations. Right. There's unit. an Air Force <laughs> Office of in Special Investigations. We're paying ten guys to sit in a fucking room. And, one thing happened. Uh, waiting for a phone call. Fuck out of here. At, at 718 Shut down all of the military. Let the chips Shut fall where they may. Call <laughs> collect. Let it happen. Yeah, fuck it. This next story, the title reads, <laughs> The Right... It's like NCIS. Why, the neighbors complaining? <laughs> Excuse me. The audience is complaining. Me? You hear me? All four of them. 
I'm this next title reads, The rights to the Judas Priest tracks are up Tidy. for sale after the guitarist's uh, dreams turns into nightmare. Uh-oh. The royalty rights we'll to... just put the name of the new single, by the way. <laughs> the royalty rights to over... To return to form. Dreams turn to nightmares. The royalty rights to over 130 Judas Priest, tr- Judas Priest tracks, <laughs> including Breaking the Law, Living After Midnight, and Painkiller, are being put on for sale. This after the band's guitarist, K.K. Downing's failed attempt at creating a luxury mm. golf course cost the shredder more than he They're bargained for. They're going to hire J.O. Downing's. <laughs> I'm mad there's 130 Priest songs. That's a lot. Yeah. According to British tabloids in Britain, uh, <laughs> as opposed to the British tabloids in I don't know, the China, Royal, or, the Royal Wedding and Halford. The former guitarist and founder KK uh, Downing is thought to have. Did you ever read that Daily Mail? Yeah, they got nudes in it. It's I cool. didn't merch for them. They're the worst thing I've ever saw in my life. So like, yeah. it, they just if there's a story, it comes from re- the UK. Repeat the same sentence like twenty times. You know how hard and it is to do like that for the news? Pa- I have to rewrite that shit all the time. That's for them. awful. What yep. a disgrace yep. that paper is. Yep. It's, it's a rag. God. It's a real rag. Or not only a rag, but it just says the fucking same thing over and over again. Like, There's no story. It's crazy. Downing is thought to have invested millions in developing Asbury Hills, a premier 18-hole golf course. Lo- hello, hello. Lo- lo- Asbury Hills. <laughs> located in Shropshire. <laughs> Asbury Hills, Asbury Asbury Hills forever. <laughs> located in Shropshire, England. It's a long back uh, with the hopes I saw of, that guy fight Bugs Bunny. With the hopes of one the dog? day, Shropshire. <laughs> with the hopes of one day att- att- attracting a major open championship. However, that dream quickly ended last fall when the business fell into bankruptcy and the 320-acre estate was put up for sale by courts, with an asking price of 13 million dollars. At the time, administrators blamed, quote, tough economic times with the wider corporate uh, hospitality market, placing unsustainable pressure on the business. Asbury Hills and its golf course has since been acquired by new owners who tentatively plan to put the sprawling estate up into a theme park. Asbury Hills. Did you ever golf? No. I never golfed. It's not my thing. No, no. Oh, I won the closest to the pin contest at my cousin's communion. What does that mean? That means you've been to like seventy communions in the past, like year. You know, the other Mario Sarah had his kids' communion the week after mine. There's a market for this. It's on a golf course as well, and they took us out to the 18th hole. Because you know, 140 seven-year-old kids love golfing. No, (laughs) they love it. The Mario Sarah the third did this. He took the men out. There's a third, and we went out to the one was enough. We went out 140 (laughs) yards. Three of you. These guys couldn't hit a golf ball. I haven't hit a golf ball in about 15 years. Yards, go I, back to England. I put it on the tee, 140 yards. I was 15 feet from the Women's pin. Women's tee. It's pretty ma- amazing, man. <laughs> and you have to initial your ball. I, I want a fancy balls. cigar lighter because those guys like to smoke cigars. I don't I know what printed the fuck my to do face it. out and stuck it to them. I said, Trini, I rocked it. Yeah, you did. I did you? I went up in the air and landed. John, me and you have golfed at pitch and putt. We, we have, go yes. to this We've golfed many times together, but only at pitch and putt. This, this is a pitch and putt. It's a, it's, I can't it's drive the ball, so I like pitch and putt. It's out in Bridgeport or wherever. It's an amazing uh, pitch and putt. It's a uh, three hole. I got to be honest with you. After nine holes, I'm like so dumb with you. Like I'm calling the beer guy over. Oh, come on. You get that sparkle <laughs> in your Making a eye. double. He's had enough. When we get to the ninth <laughs> hole, you get that little Cut twinkle in your eye. Yeah, well, listen, you, you, we're not, you know, it's not going to happen. I'm sorry. Our love can never be. Part- I really don't love you. Like, if, <laughs> even like as a friend. No, I don't. People think I love. I totally don't. I have, I have zero feelings for you. Like, I, if you die, I'd be sad for like a week. A week is. Yeah, as part of the bankruptcy, I got nothing. I got nothing. Mixed, mixed with relief. You think what you want. Exactly. It's a, I give a shit what happens to you. It's like, oh. 
No, I do. I don't know whether to <laughs> laugh or cry. As part of the bankruptcy <laughs> procedure. Do whatever you want. It doesn't matter to whatever, me. Whatever's less messy. <laughs> He's dying anyway. I give a shit. You, I never Mario. saw you cry in my life, by the way. That's weird. That's because I don't have the ability to produce tears, jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> That's right. You're one ductless? Of my it's one of the side effects of liability. I have the, <laughs> the ductless system. Tear, I'm tearless. I have the what are you talking about? Plachia in the mouth. You I can't, can't cry? Constantly ringing ears. Give me, come, come over here. I'll give you something to cry about. Be me tearless for 20 minutes. Get him some you don't. Understand. You have tinnitus, man. You got to get the treatment. He's got everything ending no in U.S. He's got the diabetes, the tinnitus, the, the tearless, tearless, tearless. In the beginning, tearless I had to boils. use artificial tears. <laughs> now I don't even need them. Right. <laughs> Nothing. Can get a tearless boiler. And also, I, I never said this, but I don't pee. <laughs> My urinal. Ducks. As, part, as part of the bankruptcy, Listen, come over here. I'll make you cry. Colette is touching me. Me and Mario are the only Sicilians without hair, with hairless no. chests. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sicilians are, are relatively no, hairless. Sicilians. Yeah. Pure Sicilians, right? no, yeah. No, because of, like the Norwegians came African in there or something. You know. <laughs> something happened. Yeah. Whatever happened is Mario has no hair in his chest, but he's always got like one wild hair growing out of his face, like right, off his Mario chin. Jr. Hello, leave me alone. I have no hair in my chest. As part of the bankruptcy <laughs> proceeding, the sale don't, of, don't shave me off, my friend. I'm naturally hairless. Downing's oh, royalty we're, rights we're to together. the Judas Priest songs, which said to generate four hundred thousand dollars per year, must commence allowing mm. potential bidders such as Paul McCartney to bid high for the hefty hits. Hello, love. Let me buy Are you it. telling me Paul McCartney's? Breaking the, might be. Bidding on, uh, breaking the bidding on Judas Priest. It might be. James? It's a lot of money. It makes $400,000 a year. Let's throw in on that, man. Yeah. After current guitarist... <laughs> yeah. After current right gu- after the show. After current guitarist Glenn yeah. Tipton announced he was Tip retiring <laughs> from touring earlier this year with his from his battle with Parkinson's disease... Oh, and everyone's like, oh, no, Glenn Tipton. Was just, oh, come on. That's how he shreds. Downing <laughs> told TRN that he was, quote, shocked and stunned that he was not asked to be back in the band. Uh, yeah, I, I never liked them, Tommy. Thing, if I checked mm. the list, they'd get a D or something. You got something. an F. You gave him an F. Uh, the older I, I got, the more I liked they, Judas like, Priest. And, uh, you know what? Spells, I, I've right? given Iron Man a lot of crap. Is that them? I can't do the main. No, given, it's given fucking... Given Iron Man a lot of crap. Living the After before, Midnight but, uh, and Breaking the Law. Main's a lot of act. Breaking the Law. Breaking the Law. Breaking the Law. The heavy metal pioneers who formed in 1969 have sold 50, yeah. Yeah, dude. 50 million records. I guess they're OG. It's a Dylan record. They sold 50 million records, are currently in the middle of the world tour. The band's recent album, Firepower, debuted at number five on Billboard charts, the, the group's highest ever charting record. Wow. So they're still rocking. Still rocking. Like People Jesus, need their They seem metal. like good guys. I pull for those guys. Yeah. There's one last story. Mark Alfred seems cool. This story is out of D.C. Uh, people have tried to trademark a lot of crazy things over the years, but the most mm-hmm. include tangible goods. Tangible. <laughs> Not to be outdone, toy maker Hasbro has decided to take <laughs> things to the next level. Uh, uh, pizza tangible goods open up for fish. <laughs> <laughs> at Wetlands. Well, I do that yeah, all the time. Yeah, I charge my $10 copay, yeah. Yeah, of course. Oh, what? I, walking around money. Listen, I, I refuse to pay the doctor cash money. I charge Come. everything, man. Clyde's doing points, taxes points, in the baby. back of the brush. Oh, man, when the fucking... Bill I have no me. idea what that's going to... I went to Urgent Care last I week. I have no idea what it's going to cost. Like 125 My Urgent Care is great. No I got $0 no Urgent Care. They didn't tell me. No like, copay yeah, well, we'll, we'll let you know. Zero. $0. Better be zero. Well, if you're covered. Uh, medical insurance talk here in Life in the Bronx. We'll <laughs> anyway. see you next week with uh, J.O. Downey. After 27 <laughs> years of owning uh, the <laughs> Play-Doh brand, the company has officially patented 45 past the, hour. the scent of the non-toxic mush. Donkey Kong. That's My right. favorite Al Pacino movie. The smell of Play-Doh is now trademarked. In the morning. According to TRN reports, it, smells it smells like you right? want to eat it. And it yeah. looks like you want to eat it, too. They're, 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 
You know, there's a uh, no. condition people Pains. have called that. Like when you want to eat something that's not food that looks good, like paint, mm. joint compounds. That's a thing? Yeah. A yeah. tub of glue, glue or something. Yeah. No. I don't yeah, man. Look it up, I man. I want to eat a... <laughs> Tub of glue. According to TRN reports, in order to lock down the Plato scent profile, which has existed, <laughs> we gotta lock this down, <laughs> fellas. <laughs> it existed in some Plato's form lounge. or another since <laughs> 1956. Hasbro first had to define it. This is at the actual Plato factory. Like, there's a giant lever, and that's <laughs> it how they make out, it. Yeah, it exactly. comes out of the thing, like in a star, a and they put lock. it in a jar, like right. <laughs> According to the patent filing uh, application, how's it going, Roy? Yeah, same shit, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'd complain, but who's listening? <laughs> who's listening? Who would listen, you know? Good new. Yeah, good new. Good oh, How's your family? Happy Thanksgiving. That's how I felt when I got $360 for my shit. They're both hanging on the Play-Doh lever. It doesn't look as good as it. doesn't taste as good as it looks. Yeah. What do we got today? Circle, star, square? <laughs> oh, jeez. My old lady's on my back again. <laughs> Stars in jars. <laughs> I got $120 copay. Listen, I hurt my ankle on a job. Got it? You're, the, you're my witness now. If anyone asks. You're going to the lodge tomorrow night. <laughs> Jesus God, this shit stinks. You think you get used to it. You're going down the lodge. There's no, where's the PPE? Oh, obviously. They patented that stink. Well, according to the filing uh, uh, un uncovered by TRNN. That's the news. Well, their boots made of Play-Doh and shit. The toy maker told the United States Patent <laughs> and Trademark Office. Things. I got OSHA up my ass. I'll tell you, they fit like a glove, but not that comfortable. That Play-Doh's key descriptive characteristics include, quote, a sweet, light, musky vanilla fragrance mm. with slight overtones of cherry combined <laughs> with the smell of salted wheat-based dough. <laughs> well, now I really want to eat Play-Doh. That sounds delicious. Mm, Wheat uh, I'm just beating them off with a stick. It's, you know, it's got a nice nose. <laughs> the, uh, Amazing bouquet. The patent application, which was approved uh, this week after being filed in 2017, <laughs> approved, falls under the category of sensory mark. That is not a physical product, That's but bullshit. a sound or a feel or a That's scent. That's bullshit. You can't patent that. Apparently you can. You can't. You can't patent like a well, guys. According you shouldn't even be able to patent half this shit. According to the trademark office, that's the news. Everyone's yeah, intellectual yeah. property is the oh no yeah oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna sue you. Whack <laughs> whack. If you make clay, fuck you. How about we patent the scent of my of me? Look at the CEO of Plato on this on here. Hoo ha. That is the news. Thank you, Tommy. That's, that's the news. Tommy, a yeoman's job. How do you persevere? Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What's a yeoman? That was weak. Come on. He's that means he's it's a hard job and you do it well. I'll take it. Thank you. That was good. I actually went not that. I tried to power through that shit. Terrible. It's amazing how you do it every week. I tried it for a few weeks and they just told me to shut Boom. up. I do good. <laughs> Ho, 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 Merry Christmas, Biatch. What the hell is this? Awful, whatever it is. Girl, Christmas in May. Reindeer. From the TRNN World News Headquarters. Thank you, Tommy. <laughs> Very good. And uh, what do you want to do? We should take a break. Take a break. We'll take a break. Before break, we break. Do the game. Short break. break. We'll come back to the game. We're going to half hour to do the game. It's a beautiful Perfect. thing. Right? Beautiful thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is Ryan here? Hey, Pete, I got give me game. some music, man. I'm dying over Let's here. Do it. Ryan's not here. I'm going to play the game. Yeah. You know, Ryan sent me a game. Last week, and you guys like bullied me out of it, and I felt bad, and I had to explain to him why I didn't play it. Let's do Not the same he, game. He didn't really Listen, care. Listen, much like the news that Tommy tries to send us. Let's do the same game. We need Ryan here. Is that what you're saying, Mary? <laughs> we need Ryan. Just play heads it's up every week. It's only good if he's here yeah. in person. 
I what happened his... last week? So then Mario did his game, which was the uh, uh, we did two periodical games. table. Periodical table. And yeah. then Tommy did his. Which I did was... the uh, the old game that Ryan did. The uh, who's the bigger dummy? That was a good. The game. IQ game. So yes. then, oh man, I don't know what to tell you. What happened in my house after that? Yeah, shut up. Uh, what? Listen, who's the bigger dummy? <laughs> no, I, I'm the bigger Ryan, dummy. I didn't cheat. Can't I cheat in that. It goes. Listen, she goes. Take the test. Take the test. I took it. And it says at the beginning, oh, usually it's it a, typically, a, typically a half hour. There is no time limit, it says right there. Because I'm watching TV. I put the uh, phone on my you, chest. I answer a question. I'm watching more TV. Did you check his IEP? I didn't Google shit. Whatever. I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm way smart. Very smart. We'll be back after this. Live from the Rods, Radio Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Good afternoon, everybody. How are you today? Mike and the
my money singing songs about you It's my claim to fame When they say it's over It's not all over, there's still the pain And I come running I come running back to you again Oh, I come running I come running back to you again
Kojak? Is it Kojak? Is it Kojak? Is it Kojak? Enjoy that free pass, ass white. <laughs> Let's go while we're young. Yeah, that's a little band out of Birmingham, England called R.E.M. Uh, and we're live from the broad chair on Radio Nope. We're back. Back, baby. Wow, it got no really silent. Party, it was like a huge party in here, and then we, the mics turned on, and everyone shut up. Uh, yeah. Hot mics. I appreciate it. Hot mic, hot mic. Don't say anything about your brother-in-law or something. You want the world to hear. The mic is up. We're back live from the broadcast. We thank Juliana Hatfield for doing a tremendous interview. Yeah. How was that? Was that good? Mm. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah. She was great. I felt like I wasn't exactly on my game. I kind of played it up uh, during the break that I sucked. But, I, uh, you know, whatever. I did okay, right? She was a very mild, timid soul. Very sweet I person. I will listen you know, on so the uh, rebroadcast. Cambridge, Massachusetts. Yeah. Yeah. She, she may zone. or may not have been ready for us. Right. No, I That's think, a good way to put it. I think she was, she was fantastic. I, I can th- see her yeah. in Cambridge. That makes sense. She, she told us that she doesn't have great a interview. high-speed internet. Exactly. Nor does she Yeah, have... you had a hard time getting past that. That's weird. Hey, man. Yeah. You, you live in the sticks. You got that RCN <laughs> shit. It's kind of weird that, like, you don't understand, like, what is it? You, you were... That's a marriage. You were alive shit. before the internet, Tom. You I got know my, what it's like to not have it. We're in a modern age for 25, 30 years. Dial-up, baby. That's like $8 a month. Well, you know, maybe she doesn't want to just post a exactly. Trump article and write, fuck this shit. Yeah. You really got to so. get on. <laughs> 8 bucks a month. Like, that's great. I'm going to pay from 8 to go to 120 Like, no. Dude, it's 80 maybe. bucks for DSL. It's not cheap. Yeah. She's not that into it. Yeah, the internet's yeah. not like you know, I think, I, I which is good. I, I you should. Know. Everyone should be like that. One thing. Everyone's want... getting off the shit. We're all going. Come on, boys. Let's do it. What's this internet you speak of? Oh. Exactly. See, Mario's ahead of this curve. Enough. I still. I still watch my Sika videos <laughs> on videotape. <laughs> Super eight. It looks good to me. <laughs> Mario's googled internet today. She was the best. <laughs> I did want to ask her if she had a day job, but I thought it was really rude to ask, so I didn't ask it. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I, I, know, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I don't want to. I, that usually that I think is of that. True. I don't want to believe it. I, I want to I, know. Well, that she's uh, rotten, no, I don't think. Funny. But you know the. Um, what do you think, John? The more I do these interviews with people, I, the more I think. Like I thought the money questions were kind of funny at, at one point. And uh, now I think it's kind of rude to ask yeah. somebody about like their personal yeah, but It never came off as comedy. Also, I, I think want... it's, Yeah, it's no, curious. I know. I, you it's know, it's kind of funny though. to ask somebody whatever. But yeah, yeah but like the more I do it, the more the less I want to ask that. You think right. the Lemonheads are paying for the dialogue? We didn't even talk about that. Uh, she wife yeah. standing up. Is all you guys noticed that? We never even talked about the Lemonheads. That's good. No, I know. Yeah. That's I didn't want to do that, too. I didn't want to be like, you know. Did she end uh, up in a bad so note? So what's like what's you, Dando, you, you, Evan Dando's your boyfriend? Like oh, I don't want to do that. So she we did not. I was actually proud of myself. Did that she we never. Note, I don't think so. I because she no. went on to record some vocals with him after she had left the band. Oh, so right. Right. I thought I it meant this show. Oh, sorry, I'm doing that. They kind of yeah, sucked though. I never liked the Lemonheads. Lemonheads? Yeah, no, I liked them. Somebody yeah. brought okay. a bunch of Lemonheads here. Eat Tommy. Eat one of these. Those are warheads. I never got the God. Whoever can put the most warheads in their mouth and spit them out wins. That's extremely sour. Is that Let's the game? Move on with the show. Is that the game, right? Yeah, you're going to go first, Mario. I already put one in my mouth. Plato right Charlie in the chat box says, Sake of references are always in good taste. How do you do? Thank you, Plato Charlie. Plato Charlie. I don't know who you are, but I've always, welcome. I've always been Plato more, Charlie. I like be, the way he smells. I've, I've always been more of a Ginger Lynn fan myself. He goes to key parties. 
Tommy's got a sour lemon head in his mouth. I don't look at that. He's going for a while. Stop it, Tommy. Oh, those are great, aren't they? No, Tommy. It's a warhead. That's rough. Can, can those get Delicious. High? Stop it, Tommy. It doesn't even it's it's so sour to You'll stop get tasting sour. What flavor is it? Lemon. Ooh. Lemon. There's head. no flavor. It's just is there any sour. cherry in there? That's a Juliana, Rudy Juliana Hatfield. After uh, you get head. the all right, shut up. After <laughs> you get the uh the sour like skin off of that, it turns like yeah. regular candy or something. And that's when I spit it in the garbage. Because there's right. no fun in there. Yeah. Listen, I've already jumped off the cliff. Or am I going to parachute to the bottom? Ryan, what's in the game? Oh, let's play rock and roll multiple choice. All right. Yeah. Multiple. I like multiple choice. Everyone's got a chance to get multiple God, choice. Yeah, let's write, yeah. let's write our answers down tonight. Get some paper. I've had my There's another verse to this. Everyone get crazy. Ah. Take off your pants. Take a picture of my grandma's ass. There's more words. It's like the second verse of the Star Spangled Banner. Nobody knows, but I'm telling that's real. What's in the game, Brian? Yeah. John's yeah. got a pencil here. It's been like, cut by a pocket knife. I'm a sledgehammer. What do you guys need? Pen? There's plenty of writing apparatus. This have is a for pen. you. John's right. Pen. I always have a pen. I have to mend my uh, Julianne Hatfield interview questions on the fly. Ryan, you keep score. I have 10 questions. Is this an IQ oh, test? Fuck yourself. <laughs> 10 questions about the uh, musical genre known as rock and roll. Top 100 on the board. Yes. Mario's like, ah, I thought it was ska. So close. First it, wave. Oh, I live for ska. <laughs> Very simply put, I'll ask First you wave. I'll give you four options, and you will tell me A, B, or C, or D. You're going to write it down, and then when we're done what with all the, the questions, questions? I just, we'll read. Oh, Italian at the end. We'll compare our- Italians at the end is what I always say. At the end of the line, Vincenzo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Question number one. I get it, Tommy. Which one of these? We'll start off easy, all right? I'll take it easy on you guys on this. Take it easy. Okay. Which one of these artists was not a member of the supergroup Cream? Mm. Is it A, Eric Clapton? Claptron. B, Jack Bruce? C, Ginger Baker? Or D? D, Johnny, whoever it is. Johnny Winter. Mario You're not allowed to Oh, oh I thought we were screaming out. Sorry. You're supposed to write it down, Sherlock. Oh, shit. All right. Uh, that was your angle right there, because Mario wasn't going to get Excuse that Excuse me. I know cream. I'm fucking 56 For years once, old. I didn't follow directions, and you did. You're Mark not, it down. I wrote D immediately after you said You're not allowed to have and cream C. anymore because of your diabetes. Cream kicks ass. <laughs> Take a half a sugar. Question number half two. a splendor. Ginger baker. Jack Question Bruce. number two. Come on, that's cream. Shut up. Question coke. number two. In 1967, <laughs> Steve Winwood left the Spencer Davis group to form what band? Is it A, Blind Faith, B, Traffic, C, Air Force, good one. or D, Herman's Hermits? I, all I know is the Air Force has a committee to like figure something out. Right, yeah, there's 10 guys it. in a room. Detectives. <laughs> one of them is Steve Winwood. <laughs> Ryan, I'm just writing the letter down, right? Yes, yes that's, what, that's what you can What do you have to do? Write the letter? Oh, my baby. The, the, I, I, I can write the name, letter. too. What's you can do that, too. That's fine. Letter? I knew the answer before the multiple choice came out. What's the letter for Blind Faith? All right. Which Jerry's all around us. Tommy's going ready? to town on warheads. My God, Tommy, how are you doing it? If you, you have to look for him, you're already lost. Is that number lost. two? 
Give me one of the red ones. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, you're the man. Man, wow. doing mushrooms before right. the show was the worst idea. What? You holding? Question number three. Two. <laughs> <laughs> Which of these is not an Iron Maiden album? Oh. A, yes, Machine Messiah. D, I'm sorry, B, Dance of Death. C, Somewhere in Time. Who's eating on mic? I'll kill you. Or D, Brave New World. Which one of these is not an Iron Maiden album? Can I get those again? Is it A, Machine Messiah? B, Dance of Death? C, Somewhere in Time? Or D, Brave New World? Mm, there you go, tap box. Play along at home. I'm crisp. <laughs> That's tough. I'm crisp, Cody. Roll it around and I've got no time. Mike Wallace. Who are you anyway? I and, just in case, and just in case this comes up with an argument later, uh, it's whatever they released and made money on. So right. even if you want to give me some bullshit like, hey, man, live in live in Japan is uh, I don't argue. Car, it's a concert I album, argue, man. man. That I don't count, argue. That's the greatest hits album. I don't, I, whatever the, they released. The, the answers are, are clear. They're black yes. and white. There's no lobbying here, right. Mario. So leave me alone. Mario Sorrow. Leave me alone, you fuckhead. Let me be. Let me, let me alone. Let me, be. Let me alone. Let me, let me, let me, let me alone. Be. Why me? Why me? Why me? <laughs> Question number you four. You saw what happened. <laughs> So what happened? Question number four. Mario Asaro. Which was not an original name of the band Pink Floyd? Is it A, Megadeths? B, Sigma Six? C, Spectrum Five? Or D, Quantum Four? Which was not... An original name of Pink Floyd. I'm using my test taking skills. A. Megadeths. You cheating? <laughs> B. Sigma Six. This is a legal pad. I'm on my last page here. C, I'm not trying to Google nothing. Spectrum you... Five or D. Quantum mm. Four. Yeah, you clipboard. Everybody got their answer. Yep. Yeah. Question number five: Which of these Billy Joel songs never <laughs> went to number one in the U.S. <laughs> pop charts? <laughs> A. Tell her about it. <laughs> B, Uptown Girl. Right, so tell her about it. It's like, yell at my girlfriend. Right. Uptown Girl's like, I'm going to get this girl and then yell at her later. Right. Still <laughs> rock and roll to me. Right. I don't care what you Uptown say. Yell All music's the same. Fuck you. He's a dick. Or D, we didn't start the fire. Mm. Now, which the question was, which one didn't go to number one? Did not go to number one. Can you name them again? We the didn't US... start the fire. Always a woman to me. Uh, no, no, no. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I have that song in my head no, all the no, time. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Tell her about it. Uh, Is she a... steals like a thief. B, B uptown Wicks. girl. Mm. C, still rock and roll to me. In the middle or of the D, <laughs> I've been walking in my sleep. <laughs> take it easy there, you fucking fake ass or Paul Simon. D, we didn't start the fire. Mm. Oh, that was such an awful show seeing oh, him. Man, Let me, can I? I can't look, right? You can look at this. Oh, look at this. Right uh, uh, <sighs> question number six. Wait a second. Can I? Can I just get that one more time? Tell her about Wait. it, eh? Right. Uptown girls, yeah. B. Yeah. Still rock and roll to me is C. Uh, yeah. We didn't start the fire is D. Oh, Christ. That's tough. Um, <laughs> yes, always. Uh, what was the first one? Uh, I got to go back and find it. Tell her Tell about her it. Tell her about it. Question number six. Crazy ways. Which. <laughs> In all your crazy <laughs> ways. 
Which what of these line, you moron? Six. Which of these artists did not infamously die at the age of twenty-seven? Mm. Well, I know everybody. I think. Big pen. <laughs> Jerry, because he's all around us. Pig pen. And that is on here. B. Captain Beefheart. C. Amy Winehouse. Or D. Robert Johnson. Was A really Pigpen? Yes. From the Snoop Charlie Brown characters? No, the fucking keyboard player, the Grateful wow. Dead. The heavy set drum. It's on there. Yeah, he was a singer. He did die young. He was a no, vocalist, no. harmonica player for the Dead, and mm. this was in some other shit too. Uh, who was so who, who was number two? Uh, Beefheart, Captain Beefheart, uh, Amy Winehouse C, or Robert Johnson D. All right, I think Robert Johnson died when he was like ten. Question number seven: Who is not on the cover of Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club oh, Band? Me. Three <laughs> people who have never been in my kitchen. A. Steven Tyler. Lenny Bruce. Perry Farrell. <coughs> B. Bruce Springsteen. William S. Burroughs. Billy Andrew Joel. Dice Clay. C. H.G. Wells. Hello. Hello, Rudy Giuliani. Or uh, D. We're going to space now, right? D. Isaac Newton. Mm. Neutron. Well, Isaac Neutron. Which of them is not on the cover of Sergeant Pepper? I'll tell Pepper. you, you'll never be on the cover of Beatles album. Conan Neutron. <laughs> Isaac Newton and the Secret Friends. Yeah, He's going to text me and be mad. I'm sorry, Connor. Yeah, I'm just talking around. It's a subscription-based thing, Look man. What I'm wearing. You're suspended two weeks, pal. We're on a Conan show. Probation. Hey, Lenny Bruce. Yeah. I stole it from John. You're on note probation. I stole it from you. Lenny J. Bruce. William S. Burroughs. H.G. Wells or Isaac Newton. Oh, man. All right. And the Secret Friends. Question number eight. Which of these songs was not recorded at... Muscle Shoals. Blue sky. Uh, a, old time rock and roll by uh, Bob Seger's. Yeah, Bobby Seger. Every, that's something we can all enjoy. Oh, wait, wait, wait. recorded where? At Muscle Shoals. It's a. Uh, Don't get many more. The name of the town in Alabama is a very famous uh, recording studio. Two of them actually. I used to think Muscle Shoals was a guy. I'm like, oh, you recorded with Muscle Shoals? Cool. What's, a, he, what's he like? Old time rock and roll by the Bob Seger's. Uh, B is Kodachrome. Mm. By Paul Simon. Yeah. Not, you know. <laughs> C is <laughs> I'll go to Alabama Brown to Sugar <laughs> by the Rolling Stones. Right. And D is The Thrill is Gone by B.B. King. Mm. Which one was not recorded there? Question n- number nine. Which artist was never a member of King Crimson? Oh, God. Uh, a. No one should know this. Greg Lake. Yes, listen to the Grateful Dead. They're much better. <laughs> B, Brian Ferry. C, Adrian Blue. Or D, Bill Bruford. I love love. Is it E before or after my name? Is it me? Uh... Question number 10. Final question. Who be did... a roundabout. Robert Fripp's real bollock. did Worst not perform. Ever. Who did not perform? On the Warren Zevon track, Werewolves of London. Jesus. A, Jackson Brown. B, Mick Fleetwood. C, John McVie. Or D, Waddy Wachtel. Now, this is on the actual song, Werewolves of London. Yes. Or the album. The song. The song. The track. Can you name those guys again? One of these guys didn't play A, Jackson Brown. B, Mick Fleetwood. C, John McVie. 
or D. Waddy Wachtel? Waddy Wachtel, baby. All right. You know, I'm basically guessing this whole game. I got yeah. all my answers down, and uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I, I don't. I have no idea what the hell's going on. You know, I mean, yeah, it's a Chuck- great game. It's tough. I thought I'd, this is a game, like you know, on paper, I should do great at, but I'm pretty much guessing. Yeah. Shot box. Uh, I can't. Yeah, I know Carlin Reed's got. Did. I know it's it, hard. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of letters you and guys, numbers. Let's guys, just say that Carlin Reed beat all, you, all you our win. asses. They can't play. Carlin, did you win? <laughs> hey, hey. Well, what am I going to do? Spend the next oh. half hour going through ABC? I don't know. Carlin's going to win. Yeah, I'd can't. like to know how confident he is that he won this. Oh, right. He's he he knows. Give everything. me a thumbs up. Yeah. All right. I'll tell you one right now. I got your right. T-shirt. Question on, number Colin. one was which of these artists cream? Of course, the answer is D, Johnny nice. Winter. Yeah, That's what I got. Everybody give yourself a point. Everyone got Johnny Winter's Even there? if you got it wrong, just pretend you got it right. Yeah, that was, that was a $100 anyway. Jeopardy question. All right. Uh, uh, should I uh, trade uh, papers with Pete to keep us honest? No, no that's okay. I trust no, you guys. Yeah. Everybody's uh, here's on the level. On the level. Uh, 1967, Steve Winwood left Spencer Davis Group to form. Uh, he, I've Pete. had it. Who, said, who said Blind Faith? I, I said, said B. Blind Faith. Who said traffic? I did. I did. Who said Air Force? I don't know. What are the letters? Uh, I C? Bet you Air Force, the fucking What, what letter did B. You, B? You put down traffic. I was, so everybody gave their answer. The answer is traffic. Yes. Uh, yeah. So everybody. me and Mario and Tommy got it? Everybody got it. Right. No. No, Pete did not. No. Except me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, nice which, try. Which is. Uh, Enjoy albums. that free pass, ass wife. <laughs> which is albums <laughs> is, uh, was released by Iron Maiden. Uh, Machine Messiah, who said that? Nope. Nobody? Dance of Death? No, wait. I had yes, Dance of Death. I had Dance of Death. I said Machine Messiah. You did? Okay. Right gotcha. Uh, who said Somewhere in Time? I did. Oh, that's Iron the easiest Maiden one. And, uh, Brave Why? New that's World. not that's no. an album of theirs? Yeah. No. Um, Machine Messiah was actually released by the band Sepultura. Uh, nice. The answer is what? I'm three for three. A? A. Yeah, we fucked that up. I we got it wrong. Put me in the lead. I'm three for three. Yes, you are. Mario, don't I, mess me I up I have yet. two. The best. Which was not Nobody an original cares. name of Pink Floyd. Uh, Megadeths, A. Eh? I got the it? Tallahassee Five, I think I wrote. I can't read my own handwriting. So, uh, <laughs> good. Me- Megadeths. Yes, that's what I got. Was a, was a name of Pink uh, Floyd. Oh, yeah, I thought God. it might be a trick question. Yeah. I got that wrong. Sigma Six. <laughs> I did that. Was a name of Pink Floyd. Sig- Sigma Six was my fraternity. You guys just see the headline Stony the Brooks. It's just Donald Trump is expected <laughs> to visit Long Island. Oh, oh yeah, shit. Sigma uh, Spectrum here, Five. Dude. Who got that? Nobody. And Quantum the, Four. I had Quantum Four. Was not nice. So uh, Pete caught up uh, to me, uh, right? No, I got two. I got two. I thought you were making up a joke by saying Megadeths. Well, I thought all the numbers was a trick. That was there to throw you off. Yeah, the Megadeth was. I'm trying to get you. He's trying to get one of these days. I'm going to outsmart the score, Star. I don't know. Let's keep it on our own score. You have what? Three. You, you have three. Score. I have, have two. Compare at the end, John. Yeah. yeah. I have two. Uh, Pete has two. How many do you have, Tommy? Two. I have seven guys here. No one has a fucking piece of paper. You're winning. Ryan has to keep, keep score. Your, keep your own score. I can't keep oh, I'm geez. running a uh, game here. No, I, I know you score. can't. I'm talking. I'm yelling at everyone else. You've got the legal point. Right, I'll keep score if it makes you happy. What's the one We're in the honor system all of a sudden? That's what I asked. Keep like slices, you know. Which of these Billy Joel songs was not a number one? Tell her about it. A. That's yeah, what I got. That's what I have. That went to number one. 
Oh, damn it! Really? Because Uptown Girl had to go. I have C. Uptown. We fire. didn't start the fire. Didn't start the fire. Yeah. Yeah. Automatic. It's too long. Still rock and roll to me. Yes. Is that right? Went to number one. Damn. Uh, wow. We, we didn't, didn't start, start the fire. fire. Only went to number of, three. Of course it went to. It number went one. to number one. Oh. Of course it did. Uptown Girl went to number two. You gotta be uh, kidding me! That was You're a right trick there. Question. Yeah. Uptown Girl was A. I've been living D. in my white bread world this whole fucking time. We all got it wrong. Nobody wins. Everybody. Yep. Yep. That's good. That's a wash. Which of these artists? What question was that? Uh, number, B, five. B. number five. That was five. number five. I'm sorry. Five. Which of these artists? I wanted Uptown Girl. Yeah, let me. <laughs> what, what's check your answer? Is, yeah, we all wanted Uptown Girl. What, <laughs> no, what letter do you have? Go on Tinder I after the show. Girl we was the first one you would always said Uptown Girl. Next. What, number you what was the first song you said? Did you write down the fucking song? Ryan, answer. What was the first I, have an, I do have an answer for you. I've read this question like he five for, times. He has A for number five, which it, wasn't the right so answer. So you got it wrong, Mario. What was if A? you give him this point, tell her I'll end the show tell forever. Her. Oh, you're you. right, right. I was singing Tell Her About Which it. of these <laughs> artists did not infamously <laughs> die at the age of 27? Well, I know oh, that Amy Winehouse died B. at 27, B. much like Kurt Amy Cobain. Amy Winehouse did, yes. B. And Jim Morrison, I'm surprised, wasn't on the list. Or Kurt Cobain, for that matter. So what I wrote down was Robert Johnson, because I believe he died at like 19, because when you make a deal with the devil, you don't last to 27. Yeah, Captain Beefheart was like 40-something. Maybe I'm wrong. 40 when, I'm wrong. when the white man makes the narrative, I just blew it. he dies at 27. Captain Beefheart Why lived the old life. Yeah. Let Ryan Mario's, talk. Ma- Mario's correct. It was uh, indeed Fuck. Captain Beefheart. Thank B. you. Damn it. That was my first what instinct. What letter is that, B? B. Yeah, Who has it? I have it. I, don't I have it, it, and Pete has it. He it's only a, died a couple of years it's ago. It's a three-way tie. Uh-uh. And he lived into sixties, didn't he? Right. Yeah, he was an old man when he yeah. died. He sang with Zappa. I can't pay uh, these doctors. Every That's album right. better than the last. <laughs> and uh, trout, trout mask replica. Peel these yeah. stickers. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> he should have yeah, tapped out at twenty-seven off. after that. Right, yeah, seven hundred thousand people protesting in front of him because he shot his mouth off at a fucking restaurant. What? Asshole jerk off. It's, like it's the lawyer. The lawyer hey, jerk hey, off. Hey, he got, oh, that guy. There's yeah. like seven million people in front of his building. He got kicked out of his building. Fucking asshole. I like, the, I like his umbrella. Dude, you saw that too. I like that. Yeah, too. Like that's pretty little, hot. The little shade of red in there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, it's like a golf that? umbrella too. And he's like, You're right. Dick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. The, that umbrella is a the umbrella of a fucking dick You're taking up the whole fucking yeah. street. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jerk off. The he's umbrella a, company is evicting him right now from <laughs> using that umbrella. He, he's got an umbrella with like it's got eight sections and that. one's colored red. You're a dick. <laughs> Who's not on the cover of Sergeant Pepper? Who thinks Lenny Bruce is? I do. You're, I don't. You're I, out, Mario. You I think out. Lenny Bruce is not. Was that A? You think he's not? Yeah, he's, I put that Lenny Bruce. I have Burroughs. He's on the cover. Damn it, I knew it. Uh, Burroughs. I think he's on the cover. Don William Rickles. He William is definitely Burroughs. on the cover. He's definitely on the cover. Yeah, then I'm done. Yeah. H.G. Wells. Uh, not on the cover. Sci-fi writer. Not on the cover. He is Mario, on, show us your paper, you lying piece of shit. He is on the shit. cover. Damn it. I said C. Newton is not on the cover. I was going right, to say Newton. Whoever said D uh, I got it right. is it's correct. A, Tommy's the Tommy, only one who got it's it. It's a three-way, four-way tie. Oh, my God. Coming down to the wire here. I'm, I've got eight. the past four wrong. This is a nightmare. Which of these songs was not recorded at oh. Muscle, Muscle Shoals? <laughs> Old Time Rock and Roll by Bob Seger's. I, I said that was. You're out. What do you mean? It was. Oh, it was. I'm it sorry. Was. I thought you meant that was your answer. Mario wrote was not was. Yeah, instead of writing down what he thought was. I wrote the letter. He wrote I the, wrote the letter C. Who cares? You can't even answer a fucking question. <laughs> like Mario wrote C. Calm down. You're a teacher. Mr. You tell the kids what to do all day, and Mario you can't even like write down a multiple choice question. It's, it's crazy. Because Brown Sugar was recorded there. Yes, of course. Uh, that, that's the only one I knew for certain. Yeah, that's 100%. what everybody should have got. I wrote AIM. 
I thought it was a trick. Old time rock and roll was recorded. No, there. I have absolutely. Listen to that sound. Um, I wrote down A, but I think it's BB King. That's T. I know. But the thrill I... is gone. The thrill is gone. It's a trick question. It's correct. Yeah. Fuck. The answer is B. D. Oh, D. D. Who had D? Kodachrome, you fucked Anybody? me for the last time. You know, Paul, I'm going to go yeah, down a bunch of shows and make a wicked. Yeah, he, he did yeah. a bunch of shows. That's Anybody? five in a row I got wrong. Me too. Anybody God. get it? I had, no. Yeah, I'm gonna no one got it. I wrote down it, but I knew it was BB King. Wrong, but you didn't write that but down. Let me see your paper. Come on. Exactly. Who was not a member of... Who was not a member of... Wait a second. You got to write it down, dude. He didn't get the point. He didn't get the point. Next. Next. Who was not a member of King Crimson? Oh, uh, who said Greg Lake of the hit band uh, Emerson Lake and Pop? Not me. I thought that was uh, yeah, slam went, dunk. Yeah. He was in there. Wow. He was in there. Brian yeah. Ferry. Oh, I wrote B. I did write B. I got Bruford because I figured the drummer, maybe he's too tied up with Yes to get involved in another project. I got C because I couldn't think of a nerdier right. name. So, what did you put, Tommy? B is in boy. B is, B is Everyone with a different Ferry. answer. Man. If you wrote B, you're correct. Damn yes, it. Tommy. Oh, I got it. I got six it. in a row wrong Adrian for me. Adrian Ballou was in the later years of King uh, Yeah, I knew he was Bill in Bill Bruford was in there almost the whole way. I'm Tommy. Oh, I'm glad nobody knew that. I hate these bands. Fuck Roxy Music. I hate King Herman. I have to interject yeah. that. Yeah, Roxy Music sucks. sucks still. With one question left, me and Tommy in have the four. And you and of the Crimson King. Who did not? Can I tie it? You can tie. You repeat. We can have a. We can have a tie. I got a tree. I got. Me and Tommy have four. You two have three. And this is the last question. Let's go. Okay. Who's not? Oh no! Who did not perform on the track for Warren Zevon? Werewolves of London. Total guess for me. I said John McVeigh. I said the letter C. John McVie. Mick fucking Fleetwood. Fleetwood. Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood was an answer. I wrote A. I wrote, wrote C. A, Jackson Brown, and Mary wrote C. Tommy, you were the only one to get this correct. Jackson Brown. No way! Tommy, you win the, the game! Pro- oh, my God. Was the producer, but Mick Fleetwood played drums. Oh. John McVie played uh, no. the ukulele. Raise the glass. Oh, Tommy, yes. Tommy, Tommy Rockstar played the sousaphone. Waddy Rockstar. Of course it's a ukulele and fucking king. the best. <laughs> Here's the best part. I really didn't know a, a lot of these questions. Well, you have to use your logic. Yeah. Tommy Rockstar. I mean, I, you know, we'll congratulations, man. You're the best around. You have the highest yeah, IQ right. of all of us. Yeah, right. All right. Uh, three pass Sir. Yes. Hey, are you interested in game shows or not? And begin. Goddamn right. John with one point. All right. Let's do it. Thank that's you very drop. much. Uh, Who is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? That's right. What, what is X? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm eating one of those candies now. Ooh. No, it's rough. Well, they're rough. How was your trip to L.A., uh, Pete? Where'd you go? I went to Fresno. It was great. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It was that's worse than L.A. I wish it was lower. <laughs> Wait a minute. You went to fucking Denver the last time or whatever, and then you went to Fresno again? No, I didn't go to Denver. Or where did you go before the time before Fresno, that? California. I went to Santa Cruz like for Thanksgiving. No, no. You went to go see uh, Neil Young. In Fresno. Oh, okay. Fresno was weird. Oh, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was not heady at all. Not heady. No, it was very weird. But it was Still fake. Find the show closed. It's this so delicious. I had a good time. What, you, what, what is that? It's a cherry warhead. And they're, they're crazy. Don't John, eat one, John. Perfect. It's 1129. Don't eat one. All right. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thank you, Tommy Rockstar. Thank you, Brian Collison, for uh, coming in uh, up to bat when I needed you. Thank yes. you, Pete. Thank you, Mario. Thank you. Go fuck yourself. Go to the Mets Thank game. You. Get a pizza shirt and kiss Listen, my ass. I'm sorry you, I missed. Win. I'm sorry I missed the beginning of the show, but I bet you aren't. No. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back victory. We'll see you next Good time, night. everybody. We got a lot of big guests coming up. Tell, tell you all about it on the internet. Later.
Music on with music off. And of course, the Tuna Can Jones Hour. Immediately following that. We'll see you next week. Radio Note 5.